0: On
1: Twitter
0: that we're doing this. Oh yeah. I'm gonna eat on mic because that's the professional thing to do. Eating on Mike. It's
2: better than Mike.
1: That was whole like like I, I guess Tim and Eric did it. There's a word for that sound. Tim and Eric would do it. Sam Hyde would do it. And um oh shoot the guy who is with handled Baburis all the time, Eric Andre. Yeah. Would do it. The, the sound of like saliva in your mouth. Yeah. I, there's hate a, that. I hate that sound. And it's, and it, there's a word for what that is.
2: That's so gross. Yeah. There's a, and
1: some people like it doesn't affect them. It's like the same type of people. If you run your fingers across a blackboard, it doesn't, doesn't affect them.
2: No, there's like, that's like, I associate that with like NPR. One of their hosts has that where they they're so close and they.
1: Yeah, you can hear the inside of their just mouth. just Like, dude, please back, back the away. fuck off of that mic. They're all they're all for sure. They're all using Electro Voice mics, mm. which is a seven hundred dollar microphone, <laughs> right. which can hear you. Like, this is a fifty dollar microphone. That's a hundred and fifty dollar microphone. That one can hear you if you like back away from those Audio Technicas. They can hear you pretty far away. Mm. I should be have one of the good well the other good ones over there that isn't used um i guess i just like being really close to the mic and this is a uh sure fm it's the cheaper version of the f sm58 but it's the same sound out of it um and this one if i go this far away the the sound is really noticeable and i can't be off mic like to the side Mm. because it sounds different but for I don't know. I, I kind of want to think I'm a professional and know how to stay on mic, even though when I listen to these streams, I know I'm not on mic. So welcome to late night stream. Uh, it's Ben and Brian. Nick is. We were supposed to film Nick. Nick is at home. So and Nick lives nowhere near me. And if I'm smart, I'm going to eat food before I start drinking. But I'm happy to everybody uh, who is here. Um, Frederick Newton didn't respond to the thing. Hey, uh, it's Jess. New last name is K. Shoot. But it's Jess McAndrew. And uh, she's ta- I, I just need food. I'm just so sorry. I need food right now.
2: By the way, I was going to tell you, I think that whoever just wrote said Brown. Um, in my phone, when I'm trying to write your name, I was saying to somebody, I'm going to Brian's. We're going to do a podcast. Mm-hmm. And it, my phone auto corrects your name to brown why i have no idea like i have to capitalize the b in your name to get it to actually pick up that that's what i'm trying to write but i will write your first name and it'll go you meant brown so i think it's in it's in on the joke it understands the internet It's the only logical answer
0: think about the way i cook dinners it takes so long
2: does it i was wondering about that like how long like well the vegetables are ready it's just the chicken
0: well because i don't
2: stay with it mm-hmm. it would
0: cook faster
1: if i turn the heat up more but then i have to stand in front of the pot and look at it yeah so it's kind of like this trade-off thing so i couldn't sometimes do it. it takes like 45 minutes like, for that thing to cook but it's 45 minutes that i don't have to you know
2: look at it. yeah no like when i get home from work i want to eat immediately if uh, possible yeah i'm just ready to go
1: when I get back to the gym, I know it's gonna be at least an hour before my food is ready.
2: You should just start it on the pot before you go to the gym. Yeah,
1: but then I'm on time. Like I'm sometimes if if I'm not with anybody and sometimes I, I talk, I'll talk to Rich, I'll talk to you. Mm. And then I can be at the gym for two hours. Yeah. Because we factor in the time for me to have my little lie down before working out in the sauna where I just don't think about anything mm. other than I'm hot and then and then i futz around in the gym in the weight room for a while and then then i go in the elliptical so the elliptical is 40 minutes right there so and the gym the weight room is at least 15 minutes yeah so we're at an hour there plus 15 minutes in the sauna 15 minutes to drive to the gym and the extra fucking around time it easily becomes two hours yeah oh that is so good i think that's one of my favorites yeah I'm not I'm not a huge fan I don't know why it's the creaminess of the Burton bait Burton bot it's hardly even an IPA it says it's an IPA but it's so creamy Mm. uh Jess says Kenny is browned out that means he's tired of the brown joke
2: or he's almost blacked out oh he they had curry so he oh he had a brown sauce yeah Good stuff, though.
0: Oh, protein. Did I have any today?
1: Mmm. I have all this Worcestershire sauce because Tony Airlines was here on, like, I forget what day, this week. And uh, we were hanging out with uh, – it was pilot day. We were hanging out with uh, – Um. Uh greg international and we were down in his basement that he's turning into uh, i tell you about his basement Mm -mm. that he's turning his basement into just like uh 80s revival type he's turning his basement into your parents basement and everybody's parents basement from the 80s but since greg is already a father it's just it's just sort of come full circle as it's the parents basement but when people think of 80s you know they think of like neon and crazy shapes and stuff like that and triangles but the real 80s is just wood paneling
2: i was gonna say yeah that's started in the 70s yeah
1: yeah so he's got the bar Uh, the sink isn't hooked up he's got a crt tv nice he's got an atari 7800 (laughs) but he we can't find the adapter right now okay um he has the nintendo uh so and he's he found just like some CRT TV like it's it's a really like a 90s like the black CRT TV that everybody had um JVC yeah something yeah. like that the only the only input it has in the back is the coaxial cable
2: no RCA no RCA Ooh. so it was like a super cheap one yeah um I remember when that was the good TV the 20 we had a 27 inch yeah JVC curved screen mm-hmm, and that mm-hmm. was like the good tv that was like the one if you want to watch a movie that's mm-hmm. where you're going well i think my my current theory is um and no offense to people that like it but that shiplap is the new wood paneling you know i'm talking about the like the farmhouse look it's like the boards with like a little gap between each one white. Yeah, yeah like i like the look of it now but I think in 20 years, everybody's going to be like, oh, we got to get rid of this ship lap. God, it's so yeah. gross. And that's wood yeah. paneling.
1: Yeah. It's like, oh, like the wood panel is, is the cheap way. Oh, I want to be in a log cabin like mm-hmm. that Seinfeld episode. Yeah.
2: Um, like they're really going to be tricked into it. Yeah. And it's like, no, this is just an exterior piece.
1: You see it on the outside of houses too.
2: Yeah, that's different though. That's actually, uh, what's the name of it? Barn siding. Oh, that's what that is. That's actually intended to be out exterior use or there's uh, some of that is actually hardy board c- cement board. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hardcore stuff.
1: Is that the same material as like green board that you put supposed to put in your shower behind the,
2: that's just treated drywall. Oh, okay. No hardybacker. I mean, you, I don't think people side their whole houses with hardy board, but like people use it around windows and doors and stuff. It's actually, it's cement that's mm. made to look like wood. Okay. But it's really hard. Um, And so it'll hold up forever, right? I mean, it's like PPC. It just weather does not bother it. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure for a while, people. I swear, my buddy's dad on not his whole. He has like a, like an actual barn that looks sort of like it's a pole barn. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like metal sided, but it's an actual regular stick frame barn. Yeah. And he has a section of it, not the whole thing, that is all hardy board. It's like the, the just yeah. So it's like the exterior. The exterior siding is cement basically huh.
1: do you have to like paint it and mm-hmm. take, okay
2: you can paint it i suppose you could not but i think it, most people do it's not like pvc where most people just leave it white like it comes yeah people paint it
3: huh.
2: pvc's paintable too
1: uh, it's just so cold it's bitter it's been like 22 degrees for a month
0: it was weird. Like we were like, "Oh, this summer is gonna be a." that's a good say. Say it's
1: gonna be a mild one. You're not gonna miss much. And then sometime, like when I was doing when I was filming Flappy New Year out in Cincinnati, it was 62 degrees. Really, New Year's Day, really in Cincinnati. Yeah. Wow. And I come back. It's like, yeah, it's gonna be a mild winter. I don't know. And then a week later, it just plummeted.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's just cold though. I mean, it's not. I would much rather just cold. And if it's going to snow, snow like 10 to 15 inches and get it over with. Yeah. What like last winter when it would do like, and oh, there's three inches. And uh, there's inches. about four more inches, right? Like it just kept happening. Yeah. That's what really annoys me. Because then it's like, like I have to like snow blow everything. Then you come back two days later, you snow blow everything. again. Yeah. just,
1: man, I can't remember how long it took for all the snow to melt. Yeah. Because I just had this canyon running back to the backyard. And I guess since we were like more locked down last, last winter, I was just happy that the gym was open. Mm. So, and I, and I bought the POW and the POW just kept me busy yeah. all winter. I remember working on that in the cold, um, just fixing things. And then there was like a week and a half when I had the entire interior in this room, just the two seats and the backs, And I just kept vacuuming oh, yeah. it with the, with the Bissell and the Brown came out and the Brown came out. It's just cigarettes and sweat yeah. for an entire life. And I remember last winter just r- moved really quickly. Yeah. What else did I, I have to go find my calendar to try to figure out what I did last January and February. And now it's almost February and I'm glad it's moving along. But like the thing that's keeping me going is just going to hang out with Foster and Dono at the end of next month. That's like my big thing that I can't wait for. Um, as opposed a nice to, trip. Mm, I'm going to go there. I'm going to do jack shit. Except maybe try to formulate ideas to just help Adler's channel. Because, okay, we found this out. I had this talk with Jim Shulman, who we had breakfast Mm -hmm. with at one time, is that I tried to push uh, Adler's channel as much as I could. Um, And I thought, oh, I have 800,000 subscribers. I can probably push him over 100,000 so he can have the plaque. Wasn't the case. I got him like 2,000 subscribers, which I know is more than before. But he's still below 50. Fifty thousand subscribers, or maybe I think it's very
2: disparate channels. I know, right? Yeah.
1: (sighs) Oh, Justin Bernash told me that um, Foster sold his uh, his Mini Cooper to his parents. So, what do they want with the Mini
2: Cooper with no clutch?
1: I don't know. Maybe his dad's mechanically inclined is just going to fix it himself.
2: Or did they? Did he get it from them? Is this like we don't want to lose the car? No, he
1: got like a bank loan and bought it.
2: Yeah, One maybe Stan knows how to fix it.
1: Maybe he does. Maybe maybe his dad's just looking for a project. Yeah. Yeah. And just gave his son a good price
2: for it. That's a project, though, man. That is not an easy clutch to no,
1: do. No, no, no. I mean, that's a big project yeah. if you have a two post lift. Yeah. And you're going to need a then you're going to need an engine stand or you're going to have to have a transmission stand to, to maybe lower that engine off of its mount yeah. off of its uh, engine mounting bolts and then you the clutch is going to come out like a really it's in you ever have like a actually, I don't know if this ever happened. People in the chat has have you ever had an NES, the original Nintendo and a cartridge get stuck in it? Because when you have a front engine, front wheel drive car that clutches in there sideways. Yeah. And you got to the engine and transmission are kind of the same piece. Mm mm-hmm. So if I wonder if that's, a, if it's, well, probably if back in the day, if you got that for a, and it had a warranty, probably the, the service manual says that's an engine out job. Yeah. Yeah. I just
2: like, that's a project though.
1: Oof.
0: Yeah. I wouldn't want to do,
1: I wouldn't want to do any engine, any transverse clutch job. Just give me a line I've never done a clutch on a car before. I've done them on motorcycles, mm. but that's a completely different type of yeah. job. Yeah. Because it's a wet clutch. And you don't really, if that if it's a naked bike and it has no fairings, there's all you do is take out about 20 aluminum bolts, or maybe they're steel, tiny little ones, usually with Allen keys or something like that, or they're like six millimeter mm. things. All these things off the side of the crankcase, pull the crankcase off, clutch is right there, four bolts, zip, 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 and the clutch comes out in a pack. And then it's just like loading up a deli, you just take them all out, and you get your new and you just load it up with a del- uh uh like a deli sandwich it's like clutch plate clutch plate clutch plate stack it all up and like you know it literally looks like um uh like a co- like a round coaster holder yeah like stacks of in there and you take that and you there's nothing to align you just put it back in put the four bolts in The biggest pain is getting the gasket material off the crankcase cover. Scraping it. Yeah, you're there. And because they're all aluminum, you got to be careful with a razor because you could score the aluminum. The way I got around it was using like paint thinner Mm -hmm. or like aircraft paint thinner and just like a little brush, just dabbing it all around the crankcase. And then that usually bubbled up the uh, gasket material. And then I could just scrape that off. But that's the for me the biggest labor-intensive job doing a motorcycle clutch is just gasket material
2: is six millimeter like the automotive equipment of 10 millimeter where just everything on a motorcycle that's what you need
1: i just remember well 10 millimeters everywhere too but yeah i remember it was like six six eight and ten and then like 21 i think for now we're talking like 90s era bikes and like 80s era bikes and then i think it was like maybe 21 millimeter for your axle bolt in the back. Mm-hmm. To hold that on, hmm, mm, yeah. Box Fossil says just get rid of the. I guess they're talking about the mini or they're talking about something else.
2: The mini had an unfortunate accident, that's the recommendation.
1: Neighbor at my mom's house has a broken mini parked in the street for six or seven. Years. Oh, okay, because he's too lazy to all right, whatever. That's that's not the car's fault,
2: but that's the problem. I mean, it is the classic mechanically totaled scenario, right? Yeah, European car, yeah, German, German car effectively. Yeah. That is worth four grand, yeah, and needs a three thousand dollar repair, yeah, right. It's not truly mechanically totaled. It's not worth the the repair is not worth more than the vehicle, right? But it's so damn close that who wants to spend three grand on a car that somebody runs into them the next week and they're still getting four grand back? Yeah, it's not. It's, nope. Yeah, yeah. So, and it's not a Honda where it's going to pay you back, or a Toyota no. where it's going to be like, yeah, but I can get another fifty thousand miles out of it. It's like something else is going to break
1: greg put his uh 19 his grandfather's 1990 honda accord back up on facebook marketplace with a new asking price of it's like 2009 or 2008 which is probably you know you offer them two or, or something like that is it a stick shift nope d series d series honda Accord with an auto box uh, if it was a stick shift man
2: yeah right yeah that'd be nice how how hard are those to swap though it's probably well, not that
1: bad. It's one of these cars. It's going to be, you're going to need a pedal box. I don't know it. What are the I miles on it? Uh,
2: yeah, I tried. I told you I tried to buy back my old Civic, right? No, I had a 94 EX sedan oh. Civic. Fucking love that little 1.6 liter VTEC. like just this little. Oh, it had VTEC. Yeah, it was. Uh. That was the EX option. That was the mm. upgrade. It was this awesome little just like go-kart kind of car. Stock entirely stock, except it had a punk head unit. Oh, and uh I
1: just said something.
2: I tried, Blaupunk, to, huh? I tried to buy it back from one of my high school teachers who bought it from me and uh he had already gave it away to somebody. Gave it away. Yeah.
1: Let's answer some of these questions. Andrew philop doesn't have a question, just says Brown. We're talking about you. Thank you very much. Boris T. S. Karloff um says, I had a question but can't remember. Have some brown. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh Quoxum Metaphilia uh, with $6.90. Thanks. Uh, Greetings from Pittsburgh, where the falling apart brown aren't the cars, but the bridges. And yes, that did take place a half mile from us. Oh. Oh, yeah. That big bridge that collapsed in Pittsburgh.
2: They're all over, though. Mm -hmm. at the at the brewery at work there's a sign about when when sam adams bought back this brewery right and so it was like everybody's excited beers back yeah but the headline of the article this is whatever allentown's newspaper is the headline the primary headline in the newspaper says um collapsed bridge was deficient (laughs) it's just like welcome to pennsylvania yeah we can't seem to keep bridges together
1: it's like uh well, we'll fix the infrastructure when it's election time and that's an issue. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you know, that's elected. We
2: fix infrastructure, but like eighty one, so far as I can tell, has been under construction since I was born. Yeah. Like some section of I eighty one, it's yeah. just constantly like, Well, you gotta you gotta bypass, you gotta divert here because yeah. we're fixing this. Yeah. We'll be fixing it for a couple of years.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
2: We do some work. <laughs> it's
1: like I said it so many times but I don't know what's going to end first the construction around the seven uh, around the Cabelas or the pandemic I don't know which is
2: oh I think the pandemic will end first yeah yeah because uh, they're trying to widen that that bridge that's what they're doing
1: another lane
2: yeah because they're making it all three lane so they're oh. taking the hardest sections to make it three lane each way like six lane total they're trying to take the hardest sections to widen them yeah so and I think that one is also because of that on-ramp they're trying to fix the on-ramp. So you actually have a place to merge. Yeah. I think that's what they're trying to do first. I don't know. I don't, I'm not an expert with it, but as I understood it, yeah, they're, they're trying to widen it.
1: Oh, we're talking about, this is a great podcast because we talk about so specific Pennsylvania <laughs> stuff and then everybody <laughs> do you live in watching. Yeah. Do you live in this specific <laughs> part of Pennsylvania and there's people from other countries listening right now? And we do not clarify
2: I, what it is. No. Well, how do you clarify? Like, it's a giant overpass, basically. Yeah. Over laying train tracks. Yeah. Because the Reading, the Railroad Museum, is nearby too, isn't it?
1: I've never been. See, I don't care about fucking trains.
2: <laughs> you just you know, don't like I don't, trains. I
1: don't care. The RCR will never do a train ever.
2: Why? What is your? What is your? You can't steer them. Animosity towards train. Okay. Yeah. No steering. No steering. But what about you like can't the Jim forward. train? Like the cool, like this is an old Trains style... aren't cool. Like the steam engines? I
1: respect that it's an antiquated bit of technology. I'm not a train fan either. And it's but... this gigantic dick that comes <laughs> all the time. <laughs>
2: right at the top?
1: God, trains are dumb.
2: I mean, I'm not a fan either. I but... mean, yes.
1: Great for infrastructure. Yes. And when I lived in Lansdale, it was a nice way to go to the airport and not have to drive to the airport. Yeah. I understand commuter trains but getting horny for trains and foaming i what i need to have eventually we're going to go back on the and tire podcast and i gotta say matt Ferrer,
2: the fuck?
1: why do you care explain to me how i get my dick hard about a train
2: i'm just because <laughs> you know my truck is stuck on a train right now what do you mean my my new tundra Oh it's somewhere sitting on a goddamn rail car. Oh somewhere in the middle of nowhere at an interchange or whatever they call them. You know what I mean? Like the like the big rail yards. Okay. Sitting somewhere. I wonder how
1: they ship cars in those boxes. Do they put like foam around them?
2: I don't think. I think it's just it's like it's like have you ever seen enclosed transporters, yeah, over the road transporters? It's the same thing. I think they just but I don't know. In those, can they stack them too high? I think in rail cars they can stack them too high. Mm. I think they pull one in, and I don't know if they can with like pickup trucks and SUVs. But mm. hmm. no, I don't. I mean, I, I'm not. Uh, I'm not a diehard train fan, but I think they're <clears throat> they're an economical way to transport goods, right?
1: Well, yeah. I mean, it's it's like it's scalable. You get a whole bunch mm-hmm. of stuff and you're moving in at once.
2: And I would say, yeah, I don't know. I mean, they're cool. Cause they like built this country. That's yeah. what's kind of cool about them.
1: And like, you can like pretend you're in 1890.
2: Going to St. Louis. That's, I think, yeah, the old people thing about trains.
0: (laughs) We'll get there in no time now. And this thing's going 50 miles an hour.
2: Well, the dining car, how cool is that? It's what? Because you can, like, you have, like, a fine (laughs) dinner on a, a, like, here's where I can see the appeal of them. For a commuter vehicle, for a commuter. I can
1: have a fine dinner in a restaurant that I took a plane to. That's true. Well, explain to me the dining car.
2: Like why? Know. Why you like? It. I, again, I'm not. I'm not at all advocating that trains are awesome. Like, I would much rather drive anywhere than take a train anywhere. But I feel like on a once in a while thing, there is something cool about. Like, I don't know. Like, you're you're getting somewhere. Um, it's not like a plane where you have no room whatsoever and you're just sitting in this little tiny. You know, you have like space. You can actually like. Like, I feel guilty getting up and walking around on a plane because I feel like. If I'm, I'm even if I'm in the aisle, I'm like, ah, other people probably have to use that bathroom more than mm. I do. So I don't, I don't, I don't go mm. to ever, I don't ever use a plain bathroom. Huh. Just don't believe in it. Um, so I don't know. Like on a train, I feel like I would feel more comfortable with that. You're, I don't know. You can like, you can have like a nice, like, I'm sure it's still rocky, but you can have like a nice experience. I'm not at all advocating that trains are the answer. We're
1: here. talking about American trains. Yes. Okay.
2: Although European trains are also, like, German trains always on time. Yeah. Like, literally, you, like, I remember being in Germany, and, like, it would be, like, the train would be leaving at 3.13 p.m., and at 3.11 p.m., it would pull in, and at 3.13 p.m., it would leave. Like, and it was just, like, that's when we're going. Nice. This is what we do. Like, there was, it was not, there was no, like, the British trains, we would always take those down to London from Grantham. Yeah. And those were uh you know within 10 15 minutes of when you would expect them to arrive yeah. or leave but like yeah the germans belgium you know you'd like you could go we went to brussels and took a train where do we go in germany there leipzig maybe i forget where but always did on you time.
1: did you eat on the train with their snacks and stuff
2: yeah we didn't we did there wasn't like a true dining car but there was like yeah like you could like go back and like snack bar kind of stuff mm-hmm. and hot pretzel or whatever you wanted hmm
1: what were the seats like
2: very comfortable yeah 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 like very like that's what i mean it it, it's it's like being in a uh charter bus okay but on the rails okay so like you have room you don't have you don't feel like you're like mashed up against somebody else okay like a total stranger right like you had like space you had leg room Mm -hmm. like those are the pieces where like if you had me forest rank, obviously I would rather drive anywhere. Like mm-hmm. I don't like to fly. I would rather drive than fly. Mm. Um, if I had to go somewhere, second would be flying. Cause I would get there quickly. I think third would be train. Last is definitely a bus. Like oh, I buses, would, yeah. I would, if I could walk somewhere, I would choose <laughs> that over a bus. I hate buses.
1: I've never the, I, I can't make heads or tails of bus schedules. I don't understand that grid pattern. Mm. It looks weird to me. The only buses I've ever taken in my life are the ones that say school in front of it. Yeah. And the buses that leave from Kutztown to go to Port Authority in New York City. And oh, Manhattan. Those. Yeah, you can go from Kutztown to
3: hmm.
1: um, Port Authority. You can also get them in Hellertown in Allentown. Oh, really? From there. There's like two or three lines that run. Hmm. And then uh, they used to pick you up like the one in Kutztown used to used to go to Port Authority uh, terminal, and then, uh, that bus line went bankrupt. And now they have a new one that drops you off somewhere to the MetLife building or like at the MetLife building, which is a different place in Manhattan. You just got to remember that you got to be back there at five 30. Yeah. The bus will pick you up on the street. The driver's got his iPad with your name on it, yep, get on. And that was the one time where in the before times where this bus driver got from like I mean, people who live in the city can remind me where the MetLife building is. But, you know, got from Manhattan to Allentown. No, I was home and I was home in two hours, 45 minutes. He I when I was cooking, I remember through Jersey. I was there on the back of the bus and I think I had some like airport shooters with me or I, or I somehow filled a water bottle with booze from like the lounge at Javits center at the, at the auto <laughs> you had show a water balloon. filled with <laughs> booze. Oh. Yeah. So I'm just drinking my way home on the bus. And I look out the window and I see the Clinton diner we're on 78 mm-hmm. and I'm like the fuck we're at the Clinton diner already. And I open up ways just to check how fast we're doing. We're doing 83 miles an hour. In a fucking and I charter. Don't
2: get, do bus. they not have to have a CDL? I don't know. Or it's a different endorsement, maybe because they don't have air brakes.
1: My mom had to have a CDL because she drove the bank bus. There used to be a ba- m and Bank used to have a bank bus. Now this was back in the '90s when everybody had money, so they had this mobile bank that okay would go to like you know with the Reading Phillies game and like state fairs and stuff like that, and it had like an office in it. And I I don't know how this thing made money. It might have been a loss leader because there's no way you're gonna make enough an ATM fees to pay for the diesel that this thing I can uses. see it
2: going to like retirement homes. That's there where I you can go. See it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. People don't want to get out, but they want to like send money to their grandkids. Just yeah, bring the bank. I need out.
0: to talk about the
1: yeah. And it's okay. They have a legit banker there and like this Winnebago could show up and she had a CDL for a while. So she could drive this class, whatever. Would well, you know that if you have a
2: CDL, even if you, so if you're a truck driver, you have your whatever CDL whatever it is that you've, or mm-hmm. an actual air brake endorsement. Okay. You then get a ticket, and your private vehicle, your your own car that you drove to wherever you work, that counts against your CDL. It does. Yeah. Wow. What kind of they shit is that? That's horror shit. They don't mess around. That's horrible. I think. Yeah. Do you need another beer?
1: No. But thank you. So Jess says, oh, excuse me. Walk some at another question. $6.90. Speaking of Adler, I saw he had an ID. Yes, he has an I- IMDb page now. Shouldn't you have one for that fancy video? But I think regular car reviews has an IMDb. I don't know if Brian Ryder does. So I'm fine with that. Uh, Nick would know. Nick is the more film guy. But congratulations to Adler for getting an IMDb. So Jess McAndrew, hello Jess. Um, oh, by the way, I we finally. I think we. If you didn't tune in, we finally fixed that one wonky headlight on 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 the V. That I can't talk about this car because it's the next giveaway car. It's the next giveaway car. Like, and also Ben and I were just driving. We can't give it away, but I don't want to give this car away. I like it too much. It fits me. It's like it's like everything the Falcon kind of was, but now I have heated seats. It's like everything the I'm only referring to it as the V, but Mm -hmm. some people are probably going to guess what it is, Mm -hmm. but it's everything the The Volkswagen. Yeah, sure. Mm -hmm. Everything the Falcon was. It's a four door car Mm -hmm. with a lot of power, Mm -hmm. comfy, has a rumble to it, and it's fun to take people and I can drive it wherever I want. And the upsides about that car is it'll never overheat. Mm -hmm. I get really good heat i've got roasty heated seats i it's i don't know what it is yeah it's comfortable now it's comfortable for americans mm-hmm. the thing i don't like about it is that it was touted as a as a handling vehicle and it fucking is isn't no and the seats are bad the seats you will slide around in mm-hmm. the seats
2: yeah it's too big too big well again it was designed for a big ass yeah
1: mm-hmm. so jess says uh get a mop and a bucket that's a wet ass clutch says ken hi ken (laughs) referring to motorcycle clutches from earlier (laughs) i want more food is there a question for ben here ben can answer like questions about business logistics people are talking about the roads and the east coast
2: um I'll, i'll give a diatribe i'll give a diatribe you go fill up with with food
1: uh someone asks Wait, this is relevant. Uh, Bob says, uh, thank you. I know more about rural Pennsylvania than any other part of the US, pretty much. (laughs) Sounds like uh, equal parts nice and sucky. Yes, yes. yeah, yeah. Andrew Phillips says, uh, will the winner of the S4 be announced? Yes, I'm gonna do it on Twitter and Instagram, and I'll probably do it as a community post on YouTube. I'm not, see see the thing about these things is I can't, uh select the winner because by default there will be a conflict of interest so it's it's done independently by a third party by a company so as soon as they know I will know and once I know I'll make a post with a nice picture and put it up so people will know but it probably won't be for two weeks mm-hmm. food
2: food so here's my here's my rant and i'll i'll um, filibuster while brian's getting food um so here's my new um decision speaking of pennsylvania roads and salt and everything else so obviously we're in the rest belt so i i was thinking about this because i actually i was commenting on somebody's facebook post today about it but um what my like the realization i've come to is i love late 90s early 2000s Toyotas. so i've had two third gen forerunners like brian's i've had uh, i currently have a 2000 tundra Uh, i love the 100 series land cruiser i just love that era of toyota i feel like it was like the pinnacle where they like got perfect with their quality and reliability and they were just on it and at the same time it was before the giant tech bubble where everything got too digital and just bullshitty and then now we're going in a weird direction with turbos and but what I've come to the realization of is the conclusion is I've, I've given up on trying to buy those I think because it's so hard to find a rust free late 90s early 2000s Toyota and if you find one it's hard to then keep it rust free like you're going through this struggle right now you buy a nice clean third gen Forerunner. But now it's going to be this kind like, is that new rust? What's happening with the rust? Uh, do I have to do more fluid? Belt? Like, so I'm just like, basically then I was talking about this today because I was looking at the new Sequoia, right? The 2023 Sequoia, which is also a twin turbo V6 hybrid, um, similar to the the 2022 Tundra that I will someday own. Mm-hmm. And, you know, people are saying like, well, the, the twin turbo V6 isn't going to last as long as a V8. I agree. But at the end of the day, maybe it's now the new thing. It's like you drive a car for a few years, you trade it in. You don't plan to keep a Toyota 20 years anymore. Maybe you just have to accept that they're not going to be... Even like like my 100 series Land Cruiser, the engine was fine. It was the body and especially the frame that was coming to the rust that was killing it. The vehicle itself, the engine itself could have gone another 200,000 miles.
0: There's someone driving around this town with a green. Yes,
2: exactly like my old one. And I... They live in Pinebrook, and I've I, I've almost debated stalking them to find it because there was a second one also in that same area. There was a second one also in the same general vicinity, and I, the guy I actually talked to him about it, and I was asking him like where he got it serviced. This is when I had my hundred series, and he he told me someplace, and uh, and then he traded it for a Tundra, and I was like, why did you trade it in and not tell mm-hmm. me? Because I will hoard all of the one hundred series Land Cruisers that aren't rusty. If you own a 100 series land cruiser that's not rusty i will buy it i'm yeah I don't make rational decisions i will buy it
0: <laughs> I, shoot
1: I, I thought of you i saw some on craigslist and stuff like that because i was thinking about the hikers and i'm like i need something i'd like to have something with a third row of course a Mitsubishi delica fits that bill but every single hiker has a backpack the size of a fifth grader mm-hmm. so hmm. Even if I had a third row, there's no place to put a pack. Yeah. So and they're going to get
2: it really dirty. You're going to spend really an dirty. extreme amount of money for this pristine JDM vehicle. Yeah. and they're going to filth it up. Yeah, I mean, no, it's not their fault. They're just that's
1: the alternative is I'm going to be using Sa- Suzy as the vehicle, which is good, which I'll have towels down and I have the weather techs in in the, uh, the weather tech bed in the bed of that, which uh, will work. And as just rubber, I've noticed that with that weather tech, it doesn't matter when we film with it because we ratchet strap that Mm -hmm. tripod down, but the weather tech mat in the back is a really slippery thing, which I guess is a good thing Mm -hmm. because if you're going to have really gross stuff in there, nothing will really stick to it. Yeah.
2: What we need to find you then, if you want something bigger, Mm -hmm. even though, again, I just described the struggle of trying to keep older Toyotas on the road, first gen Sequoia with the 47 the 2UZFE uh, Toyota's best engine of all time. I know <laughs> it's a Toyota's best engine of all time. There's going to be so many super people out there. I know. <laughs>
0: Dude,
1: I I lurked on Reddit when when I had the uh the uh oh the Nissan. Fuck me. The Pow? No. The, the review we just did what was it it's a truck so Oh, the boring, frontier frontier yeah and i'm like this drives like an ultima i don't care and like why did you buy this can you oh i like because because people on reddit were saying like oh i hate when he gets snarky i clicked off of it because he got snarky because my line was oh, i see you got a nissan frontier I see you couldn't afford a toyota because i'm right
2: yeah you are though you couldn't afford. Like, well like i bought i bought a 2013 nissan xterra which is the sibling yeah. right it's the same platform brand new yeah because toyota wouldn't make a stick shift i wanted a body on frame stick shift suv that wasn't a wrangler the and that third, was the, the only third, option the
1: third gen's common stick shift
2: the, the, what's the second gen? There's only been two generations of Xterra. Oh, the Xterra. Yeah.
1: I mean, TFR is the last one was a third gen and they came in six shift.
2: Third gen. Yep. That yeah. was the last one, but I wanted but something you wanted new. You new. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I because know. I just, again, I was tired of messing with, I had, that was after my first third gen uh-huh. and I probably spent two grand kind of getting it baseline and everything ready. Yeah. And then somebody pulled out in front of me and it was all over. So I was like, I'm not doing this again. I'm just uh-huh. buying new, I'm going to drive it. And I kept it two years.
0: I don't know if this is like is this I can't
1: I'm getting old now Mm -hmm. I'm trying to use a young person's term is I think the term is based but I'm I'm trying to use like I don't know if this is normie but I like the taste of PF Chang's sauce and I know P.F. Chang's is a chain, and it's like kind of middling. Nah. I think the nearest P.F. Chang's is down at the Wegmans and Oaks near Phoenixville. I think there's one down there. Is there? Yeah. But, God damn, if I don't, they're starting to sell it at the local grocery store. Yeah. No, they're not. You, got, I think you have got to go, to go to Giant. No, wait, they do. They do have a local grocery store. And goddamn, do if I, I I don't, I like PF Chang sauce. Well, I mean,
2: it's popular for a reason, yeah, yeah. right? It's like, there's oh, gotta I gotta be, be like the, the Toyota Camry was for a long time the best selling car in the country. There was a reason, yeah, right?
1: Final Fantasy 7 was one of the best selling video games of all time, and there's a reason, yeah. People didn't like it. It's like,
2: oh, you simplified anything,
1: <laughs> yeah, and we made skyscrapers of cash,
2: <laughs> we win. Yeah, I wonder who P.F. Changs is owned by at some private equity firm somewhere. Well, let's
1: find out. Let's talk about stocks. I now own seven shares of BlackRock or six.
2: Are you you riding down this current wave? Are you staying in? Dude, I'm buying. Yeah?
1: Yeah, stuff's going down, so I'm buying.
2: I think it's still going down, though. I bet you we got another three to six months of just tight.
1: I still have about four grand to play with in my account and still in my money market. So I'm just going to, yeah, let it ride. If it goes down more, I'll buy more BlackRock. Uh, I bought f- five or ten shares of Carvana. Yeah, because um, I fucking hate them now. <laughs> but if I hate them, it means they're making money. They're
2: not- Are they though? Because their stock's been dying. They were they were seeing some downturns.
1: Uh, this is not. This is now a finance podcast.
2: Just turned the corner.
1: Yeah, this is now a stocks podcast. I There's hate no Carvana. One about I just hate like the oh, concept I hate
2: of like automotive vending machines. Yeah, I just like
1: and like. I like them in the beginning because the, all their prices were reasonable, but they are price gouging now. Well,
2: like, they're also, they're price gouging because have you seen what they, they offered me at one point, um, 22 or 23, I guess they're worth even more now, but like they, they had offered me some crazy numbers for my Land Cruiser and crazy numbers for the Corvette. Yeah. They offered me like three or four grand more than I paid for the Corvette on trade Motherfucker. a few months ago. Really? Yeah. Yeah i i just like play around and check every once in a while like i wonder what i can get for this car if i sold it
1: how much carvana do i own where are you you see oh wait when i do when the markets are closed it it organizes by letter so i only own five shares of carvana and i'm down on carvana
2: i I bought it at 150
1: and now it's at 145 i'm not too concerned
2: all right that's not a big job
1: i want a detailed quote yeah, it's low right now.
2: Well, everything's going to drop, you realize, in March, right?
1: But that's their—that's what Carvana did. Mm-hmm. Of course, imagine if you bought Carvana at the pandemic. You would have bought it like $40 a share. <laughs> and even now, afterwards, it drops at $145 a share. Briefly, Carvana was up at $131 a share.
2: Isn't that a bitch, though, with like hindsight's 2020? But like now, if somebody was like, Well, you do realize that services where you just have a car delivered to you did very well during the pandemic. I'd be like, yeah, of course. But when the pandemic hit, I wasn't like, hmm, I wonder what will do well. Services deliver a car to you. If I had balls,
1: I would have paid the fine and just pumped money into my IRA.
2: Yeah. Now, I I did
1: very well. I was ahead of the curve on Moderna. So Mm -hmm. I made some money with Moderna. Of course, when I say I made money, I'm not spending this. This... Folks, this is money that I cannot touch until I'm 65. Mm. So this is future proofing myself. This is Roth. It's a standard IRA, It's mm. not Roth. I mean, I may have some fees or whatever. Um, not much. It's an IRA of some kind. What 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 kind of account is this? I don't even know. No, but when if, if, if I don't know if the app tells me
2: what type of retirement account. This when is. interest rates go up in March, guaranteed stocks start to tank again.
1: Okay, so hang on to my money for them.
2: That's what I would do. Wait till then and then just ride the wave.
0: Uh, what do I have in
1: my watch list? I still have yet to buy Lowe's. Uh, Lowe's is a stock that I keep my eye on. Progressive Insurance, Starbucks, Johnson Controls International. I can take Google off. I finally had my bought one share of Google just to say do I own it. It's um, like
2: Berkshire Hathaway. Yeah, right. <laughs> no what?
1: Berkshire Hathaway never split ever. 300 grand, I think. 300 grand for a yeah. single share. Yeah. Uh, another evil stock, Dexacom, DXCM. They make insulin and sell it in crazy high prices. They're $414 a share. Are they
2: gouging, like,
1: oh, fuck yeah. Diabetic people? Oh, yeah, fuck yeah. Mm. yeah that's, and you're comfortable I mean, with they, this? No, but I know how the game's played. And, yeah. Uh, Now, does Dexacom, do they, do they, do they, no, so I'm not buying. I mean, I keep no dividend. I want to be paid to wait.
2: There's one Pax World Fund. My dad used to, my dad's all about these like, Yeah. yeah, like, like very set causes. And they, Pax World Fund does not invest in any war stocks. They don't invest in any, anything like dubiously ethical, whatever. And they like have outperformed the market. I mean, they're a mutual fund, but they've outperformed the market for years. What are they called? PAX World Fund.
1: PAX? Mm-hmm. All right. That doesn't come up. PAX
0: Pax Global, yeah, PAX High be. Yield, PAX maybe they've Sustainable changed their name since.
1: Hmm. Maybe they've changed their name since. I click on Sustainable something or other. Uh, This is a security that's $28 a share.
2: Oh, maybe they're doing... Okay, so they're doing, like, asset management now. That's why Mm. they're not trading. Mm. Or maybe they weren't. I swear at one point they were... I mean, they wouldn't be... Sorry, are you looking on, like, an actual, like, trading... Like, you're trying to buy stock in them?
1: Well you can do some mutual funds on td ameritrade Mm -hmm. and that's who my account is with what is this account that i have what is my
2: yeah socially responsible mutual funds. it's a simple ira so
1: it's a sep ira my profile account information there it is yeah account type is an is a sep ira so self self something something it's a self-funded it's it's an ira for someone who's not with a company or technically rcr rcr uh regular car reviews llc is a company of which i am the managing member so you know it's a single proprietary escort thing so that's the type of ira i have or and maybe you, a roth can be singular i don't know if a roth has to be tied to a company or not
2: roth is pre-tax that's the benefit or post-tax i mean so okay basically oh. once you you put in post-tax money once you do so you don't pay taxes on it at retirement that's about it
1: i mean i'll have to take distributions at some point i'm sure there's going to be a fee of some kind stonks yes quoxam yes this is stocks these are what adults do i should have been doing this in college
2: i just do 401k hey. That's where I go.
1: Donovan, like, like, uh, Donovan sent me like eight messages, which is out of character for him. Um, I am podcasting right now. I am going to read this stuff aloud. Tune in here.
2: (laughs) It's all like, yeah, my ATM pen is (laughs) (laughs) where is it? All right.
1: I need, I need on my phone. I need on my phone. Uh, I can't have feedback here.
0: Hold on. How do I? How do I internet? All I want to do is send this thing to a friend.
2: Is this a TikTok? Maybe
0: I do this. Do you, you kids, do the TikTok and then you dance around and then someone makes an NFT of you. I'll pay you like three dollars. You come to my house and do the. I'll do the macarena for me. He's probably working or something. Ding, diggy, ding, diggy, ding, diggy, ding, ding. Oh, and
1: Jess McAndrew said that I'm in her living room right now. Yes, I've sat on that couch. Okay. So, for those who don't know, uh, Donovan is uh, also the YouTuber and also uh, influencer, blazing the dragon. So, Let's go read his tweets. Donovan says, I present to you the best reviews I've ever read. And I'm happy that the fixed coffee house was included in this array of reviews. Donovan sounds nothing like this, by the way, Mike car, Mike's car wash force. And these are public things. So I'm going to read the address. Uh, 4605 Martburg Avenue, Cincinnati, Ohio, the silver moon. Oh, this is very good. I'm going to get very close to the mic. So we get nice and sensual. The silver moon glistened in the mid November sky as the saw, as the stars twinkled in a translucent fashion. My vehicle had undergone quite the, quite the array of grime that one finds on a deserted deserted Appalachian Road. It was time for my ride to undergo undergo a true bathing experience like never before. Mike is quite the guy and is known in these parts to truly eradicate any and all impurities in the glistening of an automobile. A Brazilian spa couldn't have put a wax on a vehicle like Mike.
0: The Growler House,
1: 1526 Madison Road, Cincinnati, Ohio. <coughs> Bless you. <laughs> it is quite, though it is quite a perilous flight of maintaining the most exquisite exquisite selection of brews and fine spirits in the world, the beverage coordinator does wonderful work producing the best around
2: the the bartenders
1: are yes the bartenders are wizards from another realm that can decipher the exact potion of deliciousness needed to get one through their drastically unsatisfying lot wait what the bartenders are wizards from another realm that can decipher the exact potion of deliciousness needed to get one through their drastically unsatisfying lives (laughs) also aaron is just an overwhelmingly beautiful
2: man what these are real yelp reviews the fix
1: coffee house and bar There was a glimmer of joy in everyone's eyes as I walked through the establishment's doors. People were silently cheering as they guzzled down the sweetest nectar that was hand-selected by what I can assume is some sort of savant of flavor. The carry-out beer must have been delivered by the same stork that brought our Lord and Savior Jerry Garcia, <laughs> God, dude, these people have too much time on their hands. Labar Ebluf, two hundred Victory Parkway, Cincinnati, Ohio. Jean Robert was handed down from the gods of French cuisine to deliver Cincinnati a well-deserved treat. Is Donovan writing all of these? No, oh. he has a doctorate degree in flavor, and we were all fortunate enough to be glazed by his overwhelming love that he expresses in every dish. What? This is very high praise. Decibel Korean fried chicken. In a land far away where chickens are hatched with a level of breeding that is unfathomable in the primitive primitive land of the U.S., Decibel provides the type of legendary chicken that grandfathers passed down to their grandchildren around the dinner table. Years later, exclaiming that, that chicken was some of the best I've ever had. Oh. Years later, ex- exclaiming that that chicken was some of the best I ever had. The inferno of desire for the Moz stick, which I'm guessing is mozzarella sticks, is something that will haunt me until I nibble on that lustuous cheese once more. And that is the end.
2: Do what? Well, I'll take these. I mean, they sound nice. I mean, they sound like good places. So I'm just like... It's a lot of high praise for restaurants.
1: Just read I can't them. They're all that good. Time stamp ending at. What's our time stamp here? 53, 53, uh, 53, 53, 53, 53, um,
2: I mean, scroll back from there. I will say in the end, whoever wrote all of those, like whoever wrote all of those in their defense, it's much better than the Yelp Karens. Yeah. Right. The ones that are like, took almost seven minutes for waitress to come out and give us menus and take our drink order. Like, okay, chill out. Maybe there was other things going on. Yeah. It was seven minutes of your life. You went to a restaurant to sit down and have food. Right. You expected it to take longer than going to McDonald's. Yeah.
1: And it's just like the same people were like, ah, my flight was delayed. Like, do you have any concept how complicated the airlines are? Right. And this is why American planes don't crash. Mm -hmm. Because the FAA is the closest thing we have to a God right now.
2: Although in their defense, that's why I hate flying, is that I have no control over it
1: how can i download to you that my joy that
2: i have no control over (laughs) i i agree there is you get to the airport you get through security and you can kind of check out and be like it's in somebody else's hands now i get that i get that but at the same time for me my problem is like if i'm going to see this family member friend doing something for work and and it's just like oh sorry three hours later than you had planned to get there so now what i'm just like no but i i'm if i was in a car i could have controlled for this but then you have pileups and backups and... yeah but i can take an alternate route that's true i can get off the road and ways will tell me in advance now to get off the road mm. i love i love driving i would much more, eight hour drive over a three hour flight any day mm. any day
0: i
1: made it to love cincinnati it. In about eight and a half hours. Yeah. Yeah. I made it less than what Waze but said. But do the math on it. But if I you was, try to fly, I was it will worn be worn out by the time I got there.
2: Yeah. That's there. You're but taking the wrong car then. You need to take a gigantic trucker I SUV. Could,
1: I hit 80 miles an hour in my Sarah. Yeah. But, you know, we're not Ed Bolian. and we just don't have the ability to like. M- Mar- super mario brothers invincibility star somehow let that then let that, down, let that not getting pulled over in ohio you know all that oh, stuff
2: ohio yeah they're bad yeah although what? i didn't get pulled over actually last three times i've been through ohio hmm.
1: so what but the, what the uh, boris asks again thank you boris says april fool's video idea review a model train and either Shit on it, or do it as serious as possible, and said there we finally reviewed a train. That's <laughs> I mean, sort of neat. Here's your idea. fucking train. <laughs> the, gay. One, the,
2: the one at the Wakeman's. Have you what? been to a wagman store? No, they have a train. it's for kids. It runs around like the dairy section, really? And just like elevated above. Just record it with your phone <laughs> and just bring it back the like, here's my train. Here's you. the
0: train. <laughs>
1: Or like hang out at Port Clinton or something when a train goes by, and just have and just have like like the letters on the top of the screen.
0: Trains are gay.
2: It's just you waving to the train. Like the whole shot is just literally it, you. You mm-hmm. just set up a tripod, and yeah. it's just like in frame is the train and you being like just waving to the train.
0: Yeah. That
1: could work. I need to have like time out of my day that I could do something like that uh imag42 says not trying to get you to go there because i'm not even there but what is your impression knowledge or uh, view of northern new england vermont new hampshire maine never i've only been to killington and that was like in like freshman year of high school i went to killington so yeah no i don't i don't have an opinion because i've never been there you
2: new england you know i've i mean i've been i've been through um, I have a friend that lived in Vermont for the longest time. I don't know if he's still up there. I think he still has a place up there. If you ever go to do a review, I'm sure you could stay with him and he would he would help you out. But mm-hmm. no, I mean, I, I like it. They're, they're a bunch of weirdos, right? No like way. people. Well, so people think of them, I think, people think of like New Hampshireites as the same as like people from Massachusetts. And there's some overlap, right? There's some like kind of cross pollination that happens, but they're also like, like vermont is a so for electing bernie sanders every year since the beginning of time is mm-hmm. a surprisingly conservative state because they're so rural and yeah. they're like everybody like it's like it's like a small microcosm of alaska to me in some ways of huh. like all of the difference like but it's a really like they're like good people they're like very mm-hmm. friendly not overly like people are not like I don't know. They're they're not like Midwesterners where like everybody's your friend immediately, but they're like, yeah, I mean, it's like good, hardy. Yeah. Yeah. People hardworking.
1: I got that impression a little bit in Ohio, but I haven't been like, what, in your opinion, is the most Midwestern of the Midwestern states?
2: Oh, that's tough. So I'm biased because I grew up in Indiana, but I don't know if Indiana would be the most Midwestern of the I think I think like Iowa. Probably. I'm going to agree. Yeah. Like, there's like Iowa is like a microcosm of all of the others, and that it's like it's even more quaint and peaceful and quiet. Everybody's very friendly. Like, everybody's just kind of like come as you go. I I don't know. Like, it's a very do they have a major city? Des Moines. I mean, major is really a
1: forget that airport. That airport was like the Cresona Mall.
2: Mm hmm. (laughs) Yeah, just empty. They had, like, one bar, Yeah, I think. Yeah, But that's, like, I mean, even, like, again, I I shouldn't shit on my home state. I love Indiana. But, like, Indianapolis is the biggest city Mm -hmm. in Indiana. And yet, like, I would love it if somebody could find me somebody who lived in Indianapolis and didn't own a car. It's just Mm. not a thing. Mm. Right? It's a very, I mean, it's a driving city. And Mm -hmm. it's a drivable city. And, like, a really fun cultured activity on a Friday evening is to go to Buffalo Wild Wings. Like it's just uh not, not I mean that's not really true. I shouldn't say that people in Indianapolis will hate me, but like it's <laughs> not like like there's like it's all suburban sprawl and like yeah. malls and like there's not like I don't know. I mean there is culture. There is like there are like nice restaurants in downtown Indianapolis and I should give them credit. But it's also like it's not if you if you grew up in Boston. Yeah. And then you went to Indianapolis and you're like, oh, this is also a big city. You would be sorely disappointed Mm. with how you would perceive that city versus where you came from, Mm -hmm. in my view. It's just different. Midwestern cities are different. Other than Chicago, they're big and they have room and they have a lot of people and a lot of chain restaurants. and Hmm. P.F. Chang's. A lot of P.F. Chang's. Tons of P.F. Chang's. For real? No, they do. Like the, I remember, Indian, though, yeah. Indian. I mean, I remember, like, a buddy went to a school maybe an hour away from Indianapolis. Yeah. And I remember going to visit him, and it was, like, his roommate or good friend and his girlfriend, like, oh, just get back from Indianapolis. Like, where'd you go? P.F. Chang's. I was like, mmm, that's good stuff. What? It, I mean, honestly, it's not for a chain restaurant. It's more in the category of, like, bone fish to me okay. than it is in the category of, like, Applebee's.
1: We were having that talk about
2: Boston market. Cause they opened a Boston yeah, market yeah. in the
1: old pizza hut. Yeah. I don't know if they knocked that building down and just. it. Uh-uh. They
2: didn't, they didn't. Yeah. It's it, they just literally changed the exterior. Hell yeah. yeah. Cause I remember it, it was the reason I remember noticing is it was always overgrown. When I would drive to work, you would just see like clearly the weeds have just been mm. allowed to grow. And then i remember seeing people come in and like weed whacking and mulching and stuff and i was like oh I wonder what's going on and all of a sudden i see a sign boston market coming soon
1: it's like boston market is it's just like
2: i don't know what it is we need to go because i don't I know guess what we the gotta food eat it at
1: a boston market i can't remember if i ever eaten i don't market. think
2: i ever have in my life
1: is it I, just like take-home food is it like it's like here's a bunch of mashed potatoes it's like
2: hearty home-cooked style take-home food like rotisserie chicken that's what i know it for well, i do like, like
1: rotisserie chicken but is it like legit rotisserie chicken because the grocery store here does rotisserie chicken true. and they that's have true. that machine right there by the deli where they roast up the chicken right there so
2: does costco so does wagman that's true so does everybody but it's close and they probably have really good mashed potatoes
0: yeah
1: i do like mashed potatoes we're gonna have to go one of these days yeah we're gonna have to fucking go to a boston market <laughs>
2: i just feel like when somebody opens a new store i'm like i guess i should go just to like try it we should wait till like there's a bunch of
1: hikers here and just like yo and like like roll up to the pavilion in port clinton there's a bunch of people like hey i'm brian a shuttle driver i just thought i'd come by dude me and ben are going to boston market we're just gonna buy a bunch of stuff you want stuff we'll bring it back here and have like a feast and they'd probably be like hell yeah and like and like we'll get free weed better well yet. i'll get
2: free weed you got a p test yeah, for him. yeah I'm, I'm not taking any free weed but better yet you should uh we'll wait till i get my new truck and we'll take the hikers to boston market hell yeah just load up like 15 <laughs> people in the bed of that truck just drive everybody to boston market
1: dunny crapper says the midwest scares me because of children of the corn and i'm like does that movie is still relevant do they talk about that no or you lived in india uh, no. nobody
2: No, but, like, I mean, it is, like, it is very different. Like, it's very, very rural. There's a ton of agriculture. And I love it. Like, I love Indiana. Honestly, like, if my current job and my current company could exist in Indiana, I would move back Mm. there. Because, like, I love the people. And, like, I don't know. There's something about, like, the pay. I don't know what it is. There's something about, like, Mm. the vibe in, like, my hometown.
1: You know what? The first time I hung out with uh, Foster, he was... Uh, Donovan was uh, as a uh, senior at ball States so we were in Muncie and I liked Muncie. It was a bitter cold day mm-hmm. and the wind blows real cause there's no mountains there. It's yeah. Flat. The wind just doesn't stop.
2: Yeah. Everything's but, flat.
1: But we went to this like sports bar and it's like instantly you felt at home. Mm-hmm. Even though that, I don't know if Muncie is an outlier. It didn't really feel like a college, like it is a college town. It, it is a college town, but like, from the east coast perspective a college town is like mm-hmm. like crazy it's like yeah insane and this is just so sort of like oh it's a nice town no
2: that's like like bloomington if we it, like that if you want to go like get a true like college town indiana vibe yeah like that's what i, I would i would sooner move to bloomington than i would indianapolis if i yeah. had a choice like bloomington is an awesome awesome place yeah like it's uh I, I don't know how to describe yeah. it it's a college town but there's like culture and there's like community and there's mm-hmm little independent coffee shops and restaurants. And and again, I'm not I keep shitting on Indianapolis. Indianapolis (laughs) is a fine city. It's a nice place.
1: The tone you just took was everybody I talked to in New Zealand when they talked about
2: Auckland. Yeah, it's like Auckland isn't bad. It's a nice place, I guess. But it's not I mean, I I, I went to college in Evansville and Evansville like is uh, in a lot of people, it's one of those cities where well, it's a lot like the county we're in right now, where yeah. if you grew up there, you hate it with the yeah. fire of a thousand suns. You yeah. just hate it. Yeah. But if you didn't grow up there and you like are a transplant, you're like, Eh, it's a pretty good place. Nick it's likes walking around. It's like your yeah. town
1: is really super cute, and I'm like, yeah, I guess we got one gay pride flag, and I'm too chicken to p- fly my own because I don't want to yeah. us- upset the neighbors. I
2: mean, that's a thing. It's a thing, and it's a problem. But yeah. I'm just saying, like in general, like I Evansville, I liked Evansville, and like there's mm. cool areas. Like there's like, uh, shout out to Haney's Corner in Evansville. This little mm-hmm. like there's like these little like pockets of like community and like cool shit um and and i'm sure there is in indianapolis too and i'm just shitting on it because i don't i've never lived in indianapolis i don't know anything about it i've just mm-hmm. visited where i visit circle center mall where it was like i don't know how many fucking stories of a mall in downtown indianapolis or what was the other one there was another one that was like a bougie kind of mall like but that's what i think of when i think of indianapolis is mm-hmm. like chain stores strip malls and just continued sprawl yeah you want to build more houses let's keep going out like that's the solution to every problem don't get more urban build further away
1: john smith with a generous donation says thanks for the years of entertainment you are awesome brian you're awesome john thank you so much we will be wise with your cash uh Quacum again thank you very much uh, with the nice price. Mm-hmm. says, my girlfriend, Neri, who is listening with me on our Chromecast, says you should read the complaint letters to El Nazir in your reviewer voice. I don't know what that is. Me
2: neither. And now I got to know.
1: A. Nazir. Is that a place in Cincinnati? Bless you.
3: <laughs> what the hell? Dead air. <laughs> Come on.
1: Did you get it? I'm going to refresh
2: this page. Oh, wait. What is this? The complaint tablet to Enheze is a clay tablet that was sent to ancient Ur, written approximately 1750 BC. It is a complaint to a merchant from a customer named Nani written in cuneiform it is considered to be the only oldest known written complaint it is currently <laughs> kept in the british museum well where is it what tight i need to see it
1: uh my pussy is dry and it's your fault carmel <laughs> so says uh uh you just want to see ed's giant anaconda what does ed bolean have like a huge dick <laughs> he better I mean, he's a thin guy, so probably in. Like, if he has like a huge dick and he's a thin guy, that probably means. Oh man, that thing's got to look luxurious. Like thin dudes (laughs) with fucking fat cocks. That is so my zone.
2: I the part that I. Your phone's ringing. Amber alert. I got an amber alert. Okay, it's enough. the The part though that makes me laugh about that with the the concept of it is. There's no dude in this world that if you spread the rumor that they had a giant schlong would Mm -hmm. be upset about it. No, no. So like I remember this, my buddy had a bachelor party yeah, and we were in Asheville, North Carolina. And we kept going around different bars and we kept chanting his name, um, which rhymed with big dick and like he was like slightly embarrassed but at the same time like how can you be that pissed off at people if that like (laughs) right like you you can't be like really stop it yeah yeah like nobody's gonna be that offended no matter any any other aspect of them men are just kind of like me like all right all right yeah yeah i feel better yeah
1: did was he in on it or did you decide like we're gonna spread this rumor that this so, dude has just like a huge long? No,
2: that was his nickname from college. Oh. Was a a woman gave him this nickname, and so like we found out like yeah. one of, one of like in this group of bachelor party was like people friends from high school, friends from college, and somebody's like we well, remember what so and so said about you, and we we're just like everybody's like no. oh okay. <laughs> And then we were just like, we would like, and it was, it was like, we went to like, I mean, we were, going that the groom? Like, yeah. Hell yeah. We weren't, I mean, we weren't going to like, again, we weren't going to like family restaurants and chanting this. We were going to like bars, right? But we'd be like outside, like playing like drinking games or something. And he'd be like, somebody would like start chanting and everybody would <laughs> join in. Yeah. Like, guys, guys, fucking stop. God. And <laughs> nice. bullion. Here you go. Here's your, this is what, uh, to read
1: tell e, tell a nazir nani sends the following message when you came you said to me as follows i will give Gilmi sin when he comes fine quality copper ingots you left them but you did not do what you promised me you put you put ignants which were not good before my messenger sits in and said if you want to take them take them if you do not if you do not want to take them go away what do you take me for that you should treat somebody <laughs> like me with such contempt i have sent as many messengers i have sent i have sent as messengers gentlemen like ourselves to collect the bag with my money deposited with you but you have treated me with contempt by sending them back to me empty handed several times <laughs> and that through, and that through enemy, te- and that through enemy territory, I don't know why that wouldn't just.
2: And that this. through enemy territory. Oh, excuse me. You're correct. Is that what it is? Oh, yeah.
1: That through enemy
2: territory.
1: Is there anyone among the merchants who trade with Telmun who has treated me in this way? You alone treat my messenger with contempt on account of that one trifling mina on, on account of that one trifling mina of silver which i owe you you feel free to speak to me in such a way okay so this guy <laughs> owed him money and because that this while really- i have given you the place of your behalf uh 1080 pounds of copper and umiaplum has likely given a 1080 pounds of copper apart from what we both have written on a on a sealed tablet to be kept in the temple of Samus. how have you treated me for that copper you have withheld my money bag from me in enemy territory this
2: guy is a bat when he's he's just yeah
1: it is now up to you to restore my money to me in full so this one guy owes me money and here's copper ignants that are like he's giving him this shitty copper this is a word i can't pronounce take Oh, excuse me, take cognizance. Take cognizance that from now on I will not accept here any copper from you that is not of fine quality. I shall from now on select and take the ignorance individually in my own yard, and I shall exercise against you my right of rejection because you have treated me with contempt. All right, so it's a bunch of people just having it out with each other. Tell you who I won't having it out with, Cooper Billups, because he says howdy, howdy, howdy. Howdy to you, sir. What beer is this? for? What? Is this your fourth?
2: I think so. You want another?
1: Yeah, I'll take uh is that a hazy from the bathroom bar? From the bathroom fridge.
2: <laughs> dude, you need to explain to people how much whoever built that bathroom hates insulation.
1: Oh dude, I have this bathroom. You want
2: that or you want something else? Um wicked double?
1: uh yeah oh, yeah whatever just not one of these because these are these will send me to the moon okay so the house we're sitting in right now is could you um my house was built a long time ago and it has number of additions to it um so there is a solid core door between my living room and my kitchen because my kitchen is heated in quotation marks. As a tiny radiator, it might as well be unheated. And then there's a bathroom attached to the kitchen that is seriously, there's like no insulation in it. It's Man, as cold as outside.
2: Insulation. Yeah. Whoever built this one, he was like, you gonna insulate that?
1: Like, nope. Fuck no, I'm not gonna insulate that. So our our beer number two is uh, Wicked Double Hazy Jubilee. Oh shit, this is 8.3. Is it? well I just opened it it's over now yeah it's over now this is like a starter beer for uh Justin Burnash.
2: I knew it was a little bit heavy. I didn't think it was that heavy he, he
1: likes things to start at 10.
2: Really? of course he doesn't
1: he doesn't drink that much he'll just have like the sample he likes it when they pour in like little bits and like he'll yeah. often do a flight of like a bunch of little things and make an entire meal out of appetizer flatters it's amazing <laughs> like I can't remember the, the last the last time we had dinner when I picked up the current car out there like we go to this one place. He he likes um, uh, I think it's just called Tap House. It's in uh Rockaway Township. And uh we had an entire dinner, we had an entire lunch of meat. It was just meat appetizer. It's just a bunch of wings, meatballs, and I think there was some like vegetables in there somewhere. But I was eating wings and meatballs and drinking beer.
2: Sounds fantastic. Yeah. How how can you do better than that? Yeah. That's a great day. Yeah. Like that just if that was my whole day.
1: Um. Mm. It's a
2: It's pretty good double. Yeah. Ooh, that's tangy. Yeah.
0: Everybody have fun tonight. Everybody. Why? I I don't know if I already made that
1: made that joke. I don't know if there's any joke i just like the the lyrics to uh wang chung (laughs) the idea you had a band and the bang was called the band was called wang chung (laughs) uh jorge ortiz or georgie ortiz thank you for the donation jorge Jorge, thank you uh cheers gents drinking allagash white tonight that's
2: a good beer yeah
1: have we had that who makes it
2: allagash that's oh, the just brewing company it's a good beer though yeah uh
1: in the spirit of regular train reviews how about a regular watch reviews Ooh. i don't know anything about watches i i have a seiko five and a um that white one over there which is a new swatch yeah and they make a pride one which is in my i, I was gonna buy it for my trip to cincinnati but like this is like a thing okay that watch over there like swatches are intentionally overpriced right Mm -hmm. but not heavily right they try to that's a 50 dollars watch and it's a plastic silicone watch right i will say that the battery to change the battery it's right there on the back you don't have to take the watch part to take the battery
2: yeah little cover yep yeah that's the greatest time yep yeah Yeah. i love that
1: um the pride watch seventy dollars
2: is it the gay tax? What, what yeah, is the I mean, extra It's, it's just a
1: rainbow, rainbow colors, $70 as opposed to 50 for the plain white one.
2: I think though, I mean, if you watch Farrah's podcast, his, his watch podcast. Yes. Yeah.
1: Those are, those are $20,000 watches. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, and he also knows his shit. but you mm-hmm. could do, you could do the equivalent thereof, of like the, the trick is what you need to be reviewing then is just like Casio's. <laughs> right? Like that's the regular watch reviews is like we'll just buy like i love watches we'll just buy like 500 I, I, cheap don't, ass watches. I don't get
1: excited about them what i do get excited about is the idea of like exclusivity and privilege mm-hmm. but i i recognize i was talking to my therapist about this who i have to reschedule with because it's been like two weeks but i'm like i haven't gone back because i've been feeling fine i haven't been <laughs> feeling depressed but i do latch on to feelings of exclusivity exclusivity and privilege because i felt inferior throughout high school and college Mm -hmm. because you're dragging the shame of being gay in a rural pennsylvania town the entire way Mm -hmm. um so i like the idea of a rolex or an omega because i'm like i have a very expensive watch i'm and i'm better than you like look i can afford this the other but i'm not but i'm not buying it because i think it's a fine piece of craftsmanship i'm buying it because fuck you See, and that's the wrong. I think that's the wrong reason to buy. No,
2: it, I don't. I mean that that tag that I have, the one that was in the, you used it in the, you used it in a video. The is the Lexus. Yeah. Right. Like, cause it looks like the. Yeah. Like I like that's the most expensive watch I have, and like for me though, it's not about like it's not about the fuck you side, but mm-hmm. it's like there is something about having a really nice watch on that gives you this like confidence because the reality is unless other people give a shit about watches, they don't ever look at your wrist. They don't know anything about it. So it's only you that knows the Mm. way you have on cost money, like cost over a thousand dollars. You're the only one that has any assumption of that. Yeah. Like I remember I I went to, uh, uh, not six Sigma. What's the other, maybe it's six Sigma when I was at an old job we did like a yeah it was Six sigma that we we did a like a meeting and they were like you know you get certified as like a green belt or whatever and the guy had on a, a brightling which is another very expensive probably four to five grand cheapest watch right and I was like is that a brightling would I because I, I'm a watch person I love watches and I mm-hmm. saw it and I'm like I know the marking I'm like is that a brightling he's like yeah it is he's like you're actually the first person that's ever called me out for it and like, so like most people aren't going to know that you're wearing a Rolex or mm. you're wearing a tag or you're wearing an Omega. Like, most people aren't going to know or care. But it's like that confidence that you have of like, I don't know what it is, but like there's this kind of confidence factor of like, I'm wearing a nicer watch. And it, it just makes you kind of feel like, I don't know, like you, you feel like you have this like kind of presence as you come into a room. Like, yeah, I bought this. I, I could afford to buy this.
1: You know, Eric Pedersen uh, said something similar like when he got his first like real job he bought himself a Mm Submariner he's like this is nice Mm -hmm. and I'm gonna wear this for a long long long
3: time
2: yeah and it'll probably ironically a Rolex sub is one of the weird exceptions where it will not lose value no like you can buy I mean it's not going to I can't remember it's not going to appreciate But it won't depreciate like Mm. a normal luxury good would Mm. like you can buy it and wear it for 20 years and it will be worth the equivalent at that time of about what you paid for it or a little Mm. bit less Mm. so that's a good pitch anyway that is a good pitch because people love that watch it's been around for 70 years or whatever it is i don't see myself i
1: don't know enough about rolex like watches I'd love for like Farah to just say, if if I had F me money, uh, Matt, take me watch shopping, find me something that fits what I do. Mm -hmm. Even though what I do is like wearing the same three, I have these like insulated
2: pants in the winter.
1: It's like, (laughs) you're also wearing
2: gloves right now.
1: My hands get cold. So I bought these like, (laughs) it was like $20 for a pack of like 15. Really? It was Amazon of just like these you know gloves because my hands get cold in the winter time and i wear mm-hmm. these half gloves
2: it's it reminds me immediately of home alone he was wearing i'm half pretty gloves. sure it's the wet band oh the, shit! they were wearing the the gloves without fingers
1: yeah like this was like a thing like remember uh breakfast club the yeah kid who's like yeah yeah what it's did like, that guy in do? I'm a badass. In... I wear fingerless gloves. What he did he like... go on to do? I don't know I don't anything
2: know. else that dude ever did.
1: I remember. I just can't remember. Like the thing that sticks out about that movie is like he smokes weed and like gets like energy to like do stuff. It's, like <laughs> yeah. that's not how weed works.
2: Maybe he's smoking the right shit.
1: He's like baths. <laughs> he's like crystal meth and weed. you like yeah. yeah he he's doing was wearing like, those like... gloves
2: when he did the yeah at the end. Yeah. Yeah. God damn. You're making me want to go buy a Rolex. You know that, right? Oh man.
1: Andrew Palmer says, Ever go karting? Yes, I love I love go-karting. I'm terrible at it, but I love it. Just like golf. I'm terrible at it, but I actually Mm. like golf. Do you? Yeah. I mean, I used to like I used to be on the golf team for like a week in high (laughs) school. And I had a set of youth clubs because my mom's a big golfer and she wanted me to enjoy it, but I just I just get bored Mm -hmm. and I hated golfing because the thing you get drugged to, it takes
0: forever. I'm
1: tired. And then once you turn 21, you realize it. this is you just drink all day.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yes. that's really the function. Yeah.
1: And then like I learned from this other guy is like, oh, half these old men are just getting high at the country club.
2: <laughs> are like, they? Dude, they're smoking like weed, back dude? me up, people.
1: The country club is like people go out and just smoke weed and play golf. It, <laughs> it's a thing.
2: I mean, I can believe it, though. Yeah
1: uh andrew palmer says ever going karting? i reach yeah it's an absolute dopamine drop yeah karting kicks ass
2: yeah and i like both
1: i like gas and i like electric
2: even better though is not on the little shit track but if you ever like like we had a family friend that had go-karts and you could just like it was kansas Mm. open fields drive those fuckers around wherever you wanted. no i never did that fantastic little it's a little like lawnmower engine on the back of this thing but you could just like you could like bump into each other if you wanted to and you could just go oh, he just had
1: like the bumping into each other carts just in on his like ranch or something
2: yeah so but no 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 bumpers <laughs> the bumpers oh, on the shit. sides are gone so this is it's just a steel like tubular frame yeah with a lawnmower engine on the back and you can just drive it and as like a 10 year old kid it was just like holy shit this why is, the best is this thing. not in my life <laughs> like yeah it was fantastic
1: uh, country music 52 doesn't have a question but thank you for your donation ig101 same deal no question but thank you for your donation um best way to golf is with cold ones and stony ones agreed uh, um check out something oh it's Russian watches that look yeah I don't no idea what this
2: means but it's Jorge again that's again. You want to do? You want to do regular watch reviews? You need to review knockoff Rolexes.
1: <laughs> I don't. We'll know. just go to a
2: carnival and buy like three hundred dollars worth of fake ass Rolexes, and you'll review them.
1: uh, uh John says once Top Golf allows weed,
2: it's all over. Yeah, they probably do in states, states. where it's legal. As well,
1: as, are they like? I think the whole th- I don't
2: know. most states where it's legal, you can't do it in public, technically. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But I do live in unknown gaming says, yeah, but I do live in Colorado. So just everybody does that anyway. Mm-hmm. Um talking about Irish dry stouts and check my telegram The Donovan. No. What a just, jerk. <laughs> honestly, not sure. Mine already had the fogs when I bought it. And I only ever swapped them out when I faded the tube bumper and bold on a freight LED pods to it. Okay. Whatever. I, I'm like talking in multiple groups trying to figure out how to get those uh actually they're over there you can bring one of those boxes over there uh below my camera case Mm -hmm. on the very bottom shelf this box it just says uh toyota fog light oh yep so my toyota 4 runner the camera car is an sr5 but it did not have the fog light option so uh thank you rock auto like you I don't know how good their logistics is, but Rock Auto, you poke that button and your car parts just fly out of your own asshole. So this is the fog light complete assembly for a Toyota 4Runner.
2: Greatest fog light design ever. It it's like is a projector fog light.
1: Yeah, and this is designed in 1996.
2: Yeah. Um, the
1: the bulb itself sits in the back vertically, mm-hmm. and It's held in through this sealed plate underneath. I, I already took one off and just checked to make sure the bulb was in there. And it's weird. The pod itself comes with a drain tube.
2: Yeah, Eh. that's a Toyota thing. Yeah. Yeah. The hundred series Land Cruiser had the same deal. little, yeah, just a little guy. Ooh. What'd you find? Why does it have a little, it has a little curtain on it. What do you see? Nothing. Let's just look at it. It's a little curtain little uh I don't know why I don't it has know what that. that is it's I guess to prevent water from coming back up I guess, yeah right so it can wick down but it mm. doesn't wake up so oh, the, this is an adjustment on it too. yeah you
1: can adjust the fog lights hmm. up and down which means I'm adjusting them up
2: yes <laughs> yes
1: they're, they're, these things are when these things get on the on the forerunner they're going to be driving lights
2: yeah no, they I mean they look pretty well built. They look pretty well sealed. Like these seem pretty solid. Because that's usually the issue when you buy like the Toyota version, the Chinese equivalent is like yeah. nothing is sealed. Mm-hmm. But these look pretty solid. So this is the one though that you think this is, is be... the one
1: that the, the top bit is going to give me a pain in the ass because the the fog lights are in the bumper. And for people who can see this, you see this hockey stick coming up out of the top. Um These are next to the turn signals down here. And you have two bolt holes here and here on the top, and they attach to body bolts that, and this here I believe is the driver's side one, I
2: think. It's got another one down here with just a little push in.
1: Yes, so this would be driver's side. This connects to just another bit of yeah, so these are on the out so the turn signal would be here. so these attach to the turn signal housing as well. These
2: look very far forward from what I remember.
1: Yeah they are the bumper is curving this way and yeah, then is the
2: recessed yeah, yeah yeah, and then
1: they are recessed a bit and then this thing is supposed to poke out a little bit
2: here. By the way, I know how to solve for that top one. How? I own a pair of ten snips. Ah, okay.
1: What do you mean? Cut this?
2: (laughs) I'm just kidding. Okay. (laughs) It'll just knocking around.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So to get to this one way up top,
0: this. This I mean, like I've, pulled the,
2: I've pulled the bumper off a C7 Corvette. It wasn't that bad. So if we got it off that. You can get it off this third-gen 4Runner. Okay. I think we can do it. The big thing is that all these little bolts
1: that go through are tiny. That They're this part right there. And they go into those little clips, those little metal clips mm-hmm. that haven't moved for 22 yeah. years.
2: It's a little, it's like a V-clip. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah and then
1: one of them has like three threads cut into it
2: mm-hmm. yeah yeah it's not even really like a nutsert it's like
1: no yeah it's made to connect the steel bumper the chrome steel bumper of a third gen forerunner to the plastic val valiance
2: down below um, yeah so, this so this right is at the one this moment- actually matters isn't it This yeah. is the one that's actually going into anything this
1: is the one that's doing the work mm-hmm. um these ones down here just stabilize it. Yeah. Because at this point, as the at this mounting point just below the light is where there's steel up here above the light and plastic down below. hmm
2: And it's made by Depot. What do you know about Depo? I have no idea. Me I either. assume it's pronounced Depot. Depot. But I'm going to keep calling it Depot because it sounds French. There fancy. were two
1: options on uh, Rock Auto. It was Depot and then the other one that said
2: various manufacturers. So I just bought bought <laughs> That probably is a safer bet. Yeah.
1: Tommy Pierce says have a pint, lads. I need some more water and I need some more food in me. Um, do we have any super chats that you guys
0: could handle?
3: excuse
1: me um no it's very legal very cool that's cool do you have any history with a oh there's a few down there too oh yeah okay so uh kieber uh 804 no question but thank you for your donation um so we have some toyota questions and corolla questions and something about the accord in Washington. So answer them as best you can. And I will chime in as well. When I get back with more food and more water.
2: Oh, So, all right. I can't really, you probably want Brian to answer this question, but I'm a big fan of the Corolla. Uh What I love about the, the, the Corolla and any of those like, Toyota base, like the Daihatsu, if you're in that market where those exist, like they're cheap ass cars, but they're so damn honest, right? Like uh the Corolla is just like, no, granted now they're a little bit more bougie and like a new Corolla in this country, even with the six speed is like 30 grand or something crazy, but, but they just, they run and they run and they run. And they uh, yeah, I mean, do they last as long as like a Toyota truck or SUV? Maybe not, but they they last a long ass time, two, three hundred thousand miles easily. And it's a great, like somebody so again, Country Music 52, 2013 Corolla Bass, like that's a perfect example of like a Corolla. If you just want a car to be a car, it's a perfect car to last forever. Um, what is it? What do we think of the accord sport 2.0 turbo all right we're saving that one for brian i'm uh i'm not going to be able to you, you have to hit this one what what do you think of the accord sport 2.0 turbo which i believe is the newer ones that are only available at the slush box that's what so i think I, of The
1: box. i think that the term sport is just it just means fog lights and maybe a bunch of other stuff inside body kit or something yeah yeah do you remember the do you remember the ford explorer sport yeah all it was was this explorer with two doors
2: but i was thinking of how many times sport has been applied to something where they were like uh bill we added fog lights and we put like a red bezel on the dashboard what should we call this one call, call it a sport people will buy that
0: It's not going in the way it came around.
2: I think you're backwards. you have got to take it
0: back to Boscov's. <laughs> Is that
2: how it went in? I don't know how it went in.
0: I, uh, you got to save the receipt. I know how this game that they play with you. <laughs> I'm too smart for that. I went to Alvernia University no I didn't graduate they
2: were all queer <laughs> it's really though packaging is bad modern packaging sucks so anyway Brian went back to, I don't know where he went he he went to do something but here's here's my other thing about why Toyota is the greatest car company is like, other than their obsessive quality of caring about, um, quality control, reliability. Um, they, I feel like they have like, I mean, they, well, TPS, right. They, they created the modern day production system, I would argue. And in doing so they've kind of continued to refine it to the point where, like at this point in time, um, so a perfect example of that, I don't even remember his channel. I would shout him out right now. Uh, Pickup truck, talk and SUV, pick up an SUV, talk, whatever. It, he. I mean, he's been talking about if you Google like 2022 Tundra um, door locks, right? So they had this issue where it was just, it was a supplier quality issue, right? Where one side, I think it was the driver's side, um, the, the physical, the actual, you know, door lock mechanism the piece that on the interior the just the kind of part that you can see that will show you if it's locked or unlocked it was just it was not shaved down far enough in the back so it would lock unlock lock unlock so what was amazing to me because i i again i have a 2022 toyota tundra on order so i'm like obsessive about watching every one of these videos and they're showing i so i think he posted this video on like a thursday or a friday he's complaining about it he's like This is one of those things i didn't expect from toyota flash forward on monday he posts an update he's like okay i heard back from my contact at toyota um they're sending engineers out to take a look at the problem tuesday toyota like airlifted their engineers to his local dealership in nebraska brought them in basically ripped his truck apart diagnosed the issue And what's amazing is by most estimates like automotive press international who's another great youtuber if you like toyota's his estimate was he's a former toyota engineer himself he he was guessing by that friday toyota had put the fix in addressed the issue with their supplier and so basically in the course of seven calendar days toyota identified a problem because they listened to consumer feedback flew people to bfe nebraska to look at it put in a fix and in seven days they had addressed it now compare that to like General Motors that in the same time frame is like we've heard that there's been issues with lifter failure on the 5.3 liter engine that's in all of our trucks and SUVs when did you hear about the issue it's been in place for about a year now we've heard there's been a problem Right, like that's, and I'm not trying to shit on General Motors. I actually like their vehicles, but that's their pace of like addressing the issue versus Toyota. That's just like, we saw it, we fixed it. Yeah. Right. They yeah. just we're, we're done with this problem. Let's move on to the next problem. Yeah. Right.
1: Yeah, it's like all the all the the new. I don't know if you even want to call them LS based at this point. Mm. Whatever V8s they have with the variable displacement and the cam lifters, every single one of them has problems.
2: Yeah. Yeah. No, they they're literally. I mean, there's people that. 15,000 miles on a $75,000 GMC Yukon Denali that it's just in op for yep. 60 days while somebody rebuilds an engine. Yep. That's terrible. And again, and I like GM. Like relative to the big three, I think GM is probably one of the better ones in my mm-hmm. opinion. But
1: <sighs> yeah, all that stuff I heard about from Car Wizard that every single one of them as this weird stopgap measure yeah. to make EPA is like shutting down cylinders. Mm-hmm. And that's just excessive complication to a V8, which is supposed to be the most simplistic yeah. version of an engine you could possibly make next to like a D series Honda engine. Yeah. yeah. Well,
2: and do it. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Do it, do it a better way. Yeah.
1: Uh, country music 52 says, did we talk about this one? Big fan. Uh, I did you and talk John, about John. Okay. We didn't talk and, about
0: the Corolla okay muhunk and
1: john thank you for the nice donation thank you big fan been watching since high school in 2014. so that was the very beginning because 2015 mm-hmm. is i believe when we started like thinking that this could be a <coughs> job you almost reviewed my 97 thunderbird today i took your advice and bought a 2013 corolla Base. excellent you'll drive that for the next 10 years it's boring and perfect nice very legal. Very cool. Wouldn't be a podcast without you. Thank you for a generous donation. The inland north, uh, northwest, Ben, Spokane, Missoula, and points between is very underrated part of the uni- United States. The mountains are pretty, housing is cheap, and the people are generally kind. Have you ever visited or thought about
2: it? Is Missoula still cheap? I thought it was like crazy expensive now. I have no idea. It's all that oil money.
1: No, I've never thought about that point of the part of the country. I thought about northern North Carolina outside the triangle, like uh-huh. the tech triangle, and only Pennsylvania. Where Oli is in that sort of big green area that's not Redding, not Allentown, and not like the Philly sprawl. Okay, it's like between that area if you think of 78 northeast extension and then 76 what's that yeah and the turnpike like that area mm-hmm. between redding only is in there it's like very nice amish mm, amish is more toward redding but yeah they'll be on Amish right. there it's like it's like pretty It's it's southeast of redding southwest of kutztown it's just like a lot of back roads very nice i like their school district and when i thought i was going to be a teacher i interviewed there Although they got in some trouble recently because they had at a school board meeting, some parents started ranting about trans kids because they're not. Yeah, had some pretty bad takes at that school board meeting. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. And then like Gotta shut that yeah, down. Yeah. And then the and then like the school board member or it was a parent or something, is like made like some sort of non apology. It's like, oh, because. That's the cute thing about that rural, about the whole rural Pennsylvania. Is they know they know of world trends, but they're not educated enough to have a good take.
3: Mm. Mm.
1: It's 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 like some teacher trying to make a a pop culture reference that's about eight years too late.
2: Well, and just bad intel. Yeah, like they. Here is a non-controversial example of that. I remember, I remember moving to moving to pottsville and i remember somebody explaining to me in painstaking detail um because they knew i wasn't from pennsylvania so apparently i'd never seen somehow snow or anything and i want to be like i i'm from northern indiana we get just as much shit as you do but whatever and what they're, they're the best part of their advice though was they was like I mean, you know, and sometimes you get fog, and you know, and if it's really extreme, your best bet with the fog is turn your brights on. No, and, like, which is the literally the exact opposite of what you should do, and and I'm like, I don't, I don't know that that's helpful when it's really heavy fog. He's like, no, 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 you have to turn your brights on, and then that's the only way you're going to see to get through it.
0: Yeah, and yeah. I,
1: have fun seeing the fog.
2: Yeah, it was one of those like I'm like newly in a leadership role here. I don't want to be perceived as a prick, but I can tell you that everything you just said is wrong, and we'll do the exact opposite of what you want. It's only going to reflect the fog back to you. But okay, yeah. But, like that's the same thing you're talking about though, of like in a non-controversial way. But like the same category of like whatever information you've been provided is not yeah. valid. It, it's really, I know that you think it is, and I know that you're trying to give it in earnest, right? You're not, you're not, you, there's no arrogance here. You're just no. trying to help provide information to me. Yeah. But it's all wrong, and yeah. I don't want it. And I don't know how to, <laughs> I don't want I don't know how to easily just <laughs> all like, your separate advice is myself wrong and from, I don't want it. <laughs> I, I want to be away <laughs> That's a from line you right there. Yeah, like I want to be separated from you and everything you're saying. Mm-hmm. You're a very nice person, though. I appreciate what you're trying to do.
3: Uh, ugh.
1: This is like one of those times in the year where you kind of forget what warm felt like. Yeah. Even though it was only like three months ago. When well, that's
2: the work. thing. Winter in PA, we bitch so much about it. It's like three months. I know. It's January, February, and maybe March. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. It's a quarter of the year. Yeah. And yet we get so oh, bitchy. Yeah, we get so shitty about it. We're like, ah, what is it? oh, this winter never
1: ends. Yes. About May 28th. Yes. May 28th. What am I talking about? March 28th. It's going to thaw and you're going to.
2: April is fine. It's pretty.
1: Okay. The hostas
2: are coming in.
1: This isn't my line, but April is the coolest month because you think it's spring and it fucking isn't. Yeah. April is
2: 50 degrees. You still need the jacket. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's going to be rainy. But you're not going to
2: wear the jacket on the record. I'm I'm not. because I'm just out of pride, I'm going to be like, no, mm. it's spring now. I'm not wearing the Spaceman jacket. You've seen my Spaceman jacket. My, the it, I think it's a Columbia branded jacket, okay. but it has like a silver lining that okay. looks like I'm a Spaceman. Yeah, But like, I'm, I'm not going to wear the Spaceman jacket. I'm going to walk in proudly because it's 50 degrees <laughs> and it was 13 yeah, months yeah. ago. Yeah, But no, it's really, it's like, and honestly, I would rather have four seasons than like, Oh, if yeah. I was in Florida and it was like what?
1: Yeah, you're gonna have to find like politics to complain about. Well, or first off, Florida
2: is the worst state. Oh yeah, no offense to anybody. For, it's the worst. No, state. no offense, like, like if I could cut off one. I state. love you,
1: Freddie. I love you, Tavarish. Your house is great. Yes. Thank you for offering me up your guest bedroom mm-hmm. and guest bathroom. Yeah. Very How nice. How nice, nice was that? Very nice. Your shop people. is rule. I had a tons of fun. State.
2: Fuck Florida. It's the worst fucking state. Uh, it's
1: stupid. I hate Disney World. I hate your airports. I hate how it smells. Every, I hate how it's
2: 102% humidity. All the worst possible things that can happen in humanity mm-hmm. is mainland Florida. It's not yeah. the coast, it's central Florida.
1: Jacksonville tends to skate a little bit.
2: Yeah. But like Fort Lauderdale, what, what positive things have you heard about Fort Lauderdale?
1: all the way to kokomo it's like these (laughs) these people who have these retirement plans and they're going to retire to key west oh are you now
2: i remember going to uh i remember going to my buddy's wedding in columbia where's that uh columbia
1: oh columbia country okay yeah
2: yeah and i remember texting my dad and being like listen i'm in a Godless, lawless hellscape right now. I'm scared for my life and I'm just constantly looking around in fear. But soon I'm going to leave Fort Lauderdale and I'm headed to Columbia and everything's going to be fine. (laughs) Like, I just like because I just fucking hate. I just like it's like if unless you're 19 and horny and heterosexual, yeah, Fort Lauderdale is not for you. There's no, there's no, there's no area of Fort Lauderdale. It's like, Oh, but this is the culture capital. This is where there's not <laughs> culture. There's like what? There's like you what, know what? more Starbucks here. What?
1: Big, big respect, St. Augustine, Florida. Yes. Beautiful.
2: That's yes. fantastic. St. Um, Augustine is great. St. Augustine, well, St. Pete in general, mm-hmm. right? Like, and then Miami, beautiful. Yeah, like amazing yeah. Miami. But the rest of it, ugh. What, what do you have for me? Uh, Unless I come down here for a week to just lay on the beach and get drunk, what do I want with you? You can buy good cars in Florida. You can buy a Florida car. Ah, salt, though. Salt. There's still salt. There's still salt.
1: And they have no safety.
2: They have no they have inspections at all in Florida? I don't think so. I can't no. imagine. No state income tax.
1: So that's why everyone moves there. Yes. Uh, all the
2: old retired New Yorkers. Yep.
1: You know i'm not i'm not the person to come up with this joke and the joke is uh an alien visits the an alien comes to earth oh not and they land in florida and they start taking surveys and they go back to their spaceship and report to their superior and they say okay uh, we've completed our analysis of the uh life forms in florida Uh, in florida you are born hispanic and you die jewish <laughs> that's pretty good. I don't know who had that joke. It was pretty. Good. It, it is. It, it's kind of a clean joke. So it you, could, is. you could tell that at. Like, yeah,
2: eh, I mean, right. it's risky, but like, mm. but there's also, I mean, that was the thing you're gonna think of with no intelligent life forms, because that's yeah, also yeah, like, yeah. yeah, like every every meth induced crime, uh, yeah. Central Florida.
1: I'll never, uh, even though I stopped listening to him after he canned Alison Rosen, I used to listen to Adam Carolla a lot, and he had this fun bit called, uh, they would just read news stories, and you had to guess if it was Germany or Florida. And yeah. I was like, yeah.
2: <laughs> but Germany, the difference is Germans also, like, a lot of their shit is kink. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. It, it's, like, sexual. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, Florida, it's more drug-induced. Yeah. And And different drugs, like... The Germans also, I don't know. I, I have much more respect for Germans than I do Floridians. Yeah. If I was going to, if I was going to force rank them.
0: Yeah. A man
1: had sex with his ferret. Hmm. Is that Germany or Florida? Florida, <laughs> right? Isn't that <laughs> exotic pets? Yeah. Snakes. Yeah. That's yeah. Florida. I had this conversation and I'll never forget it. I probably told it on the podcast before, but when we were filming in Bradenton, Florida, which is near like, uh, it was on the Gulf side. So what's the Tampa, Tampa? Tampa. Yeah. yeah, suburb of Tampa
2: or mm-hmm. outlying community. of Tampa. Everything is a suburb of Tampa. Okay. There's like a 300 mile radius <laughs> just suburb of Tampa somehow.
1: And that was a Honda Del Sol.
2: Yeah, yeah. good car.
1: And I asked the guy who was living, and he was showing us around afterwards. I'll never forget that. Like I, I missed that bit of RCR where we'd like hang out with the volunteers all day long Mm -hmm. it was the whole day and we go out to dinner afterwards and they show us around town yeah what's stopping you from that i don't know well these times trademark okay yeah yeah yeah. i mean maybe we can do this again pacific northwest or something like that there's a guy with a honda cbr cbr 1100 double x super blackbird in pdx so i'll get sidetracked when i talk about motorcycles we haven't done my sister
2: lives in portland you know that
1: That's right. You told me. I'm so sorry about this. We're going to have to talk about this. Yeah, I'm going there. No, I don't. Thank you, though. So there was this guy uh, when we were doing the the Del Sol in Florida where uh, I asked him the question. So why does all the crazy stuff happen in Florida? And what he told me was, okay florida is the farthest you can go to get away it's like farther than phoenix it's farther than uh like new mexico it's the most you can get away i guess san diego not really portland not really the other portland portland maine not really when you think of the place that you can get away from everyone you have Oceans on all three on three sides of you you have an ocean you're as far away as you can get away with a shipbox car you can get to Florida and like disappear and they said and then that was their description that this is the farthest you can get away without a passport to go to a you can almost feel like it's a different country and you don't have to cross another border so that's why Florida just sort of entertains the eccentric, the eccentric people of the country. Um, John Rao says, what type of watch do you recommend for a guy? This is a, a Ben question. What type of watch do you recommend for a guy that bought a 13-year-old LX570 purely for the reliability? What's the 570? I have to look it up. LX570 it's still making it. No,
3: Ugh, I
1: hate that hourglass grill. I'll tell you what, Lex, Lexus just lost me in like 2009 and I'm still kind of quietly. Okay. Yep. That looks like exactly like everything else. What's the, what's the, so how is that not a land cruiser? Oh, so it's the Lexus Land Cruiser, 570. Okay, we have a Ben question because I had to look it up. It's a Toyota question. Um, So this is coming from John Reo, R-E-O, REO. He says, what type of watch would you recommend for a guy that just bought a 13-year-old? Which would put that what? I can't do my math. 22 minus 13. 2009. Thank you. LX
2: 570.
1: Ooh, good choice. So the is that is the Lexus Land Cruiser? Mm-hmm. Okay.
2: Yeah. So that's a 200 series like mine was. Ah. Um, Basically, the only difference between them built the same factory from Japan, real mm-hmm. deal, but has AHC. Um, what does The Lexus has what's called AHC. It's basically a hydraulic version of an air suspension okay if you can think of it that way so it can raise and lower itself um as expected with toyota like versus like your rams that are losing their air suspension after sixty thousand miles this yeah. will like 200 000 miles in it's like oh yeah i service the globes right mm-hmm. like it just keeps going
3: yeah
2: um what watch though man i mean the tough part with it is like because what... i'm
1: look okay so
2: 2000 what 2009. Yeah. So that's a 200 um, like that. Yeah, yeah, right there. So uh, that's actually a 13 to 15. Um, but basically the same idea that actually the left picture that's closer to it. So, yeah, I mean, they're I mean, so
1: I, I love it because, you know, it's different, but it's not shouty.
2: Yes. And they made them from 08 to 11. Mm-hmm. There was no Land Cruiser or LX. In 2012 and then they made them again 13 to 15 and then the facelift to the most recent version you've seen is 16 to 21 and then the 22 no more land cruiser only lx mm. but what watch that's the question i mean to me what you have bought is exactly what you just said you bought an understated but probably the best built vehicle ever made so mm. you can make an argument that it's like a tutor right but like a tutor is like a cheaper version of a Rolex, Hmm. but they're not really in the same category because this also does have a prestige name. So Mm -hmm. to me, what you bought is like something in the Omega family, right? Like a Seamaster, something that is, everybody knows it, everybody knows it's good. Right, they might buy the tag that's the same price point and it is going to break, which is like your Mercedes, right? Your your Mercedes GLS is the Mm -hmm. same price point, but it's going to shit all over you. Mm -hmm. Versus this, will just run and run and run and run. You send it in for service at one hundred thousand miles, and it comes back, and they're like, "Yeah, just keep driving it." Right? Like it just that that to me is. I'm I'm such a Land Cruiser Mm -hmm. fanboy, but yeah. Good answer, Uh,
1: George or jorge ortiz again thank you so much plus one for toyota being the world's greatest car company let's not suck their dick too much because i like i like honda and i like nissan in the before times how before we're talking 80s to about 93. yeah i'm with you um the toyota way just in their approach perfectly affected the american super uh the american wait what just in time approach well, the thing about the just yeah. in time thing, that's the reason for our shortages, because that's people not holding mm-hmm. stock in their warehouses. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that maximize the amount of profits you can have. You know? Well,
2: what's interesting, though, is actually Toyota fared pretty well through this whole crisis, even yep. though. So they perfected just in time. Everybody else came in with just in time and were like, yeah, you have a good idea that we're going to take it. But Toyota has a lot of very reliable loyal suppliers that uh-huh. they have stuck to. So they've had these contracts with them that are not just, that are just their airtight contracts. So uh-huh. they've been able to succeed despite all of those issues. Uh-huh. Actually, the only one that I would say did better than Toyota is Tesla because they didn't use suppliers. They brought everything in house Okay, and they've done really well through this whole thing. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, shout out to uh, David, David, coletti who just bought a did he buy an s or a three i can't remember but he's experiencing tesla for the first time during the cold winter and he said oh there is a big difference he said a trip that only took a trip that he could make without charging during this weather takes two superchargers
2: to fix because of the cold because of the cold yeah how does the heat do is the heat instant
1: i don't know about heat i've never driven a tesla in the winter i
2: would have to imagine it's instant right it's just going to be a little it's going to be a, i mean obviously it has to be a resistor of some kind yeah
1: yeah so i don't know i mean the air conditioner was fantastic but again that's just a compressor run off off an electric motor so well
2: it's probably just run by itself right it's just tapping the same power supply yeah I don't
1: know. Me neither. Uh, uh, Charles Count says, would you like to review my 2000 LX470? Nice. Yes. Uh, Wait, is that? That's a 100 uh, series. That's a 100 series. I do like it. Raleigh, North Carolina. Uh, You know the form to send it in to North Carolina. I don't know when we'll be in North Carolina, but add it to just go to regularcarreview.com, regularcarreview.com. There's just a one-button thing. You can fill out the form. That's how we do things now.
2: This assumes um, that I don't buy another 100 series, right? Yeah, because <laughs> I very well because if you
1: do, then we're doing yours. Yeah, right over there. Yeah, um, yeah. I delete. I no longer take submissions to my email unless I specifically ask for it. Like for Portland, mm-hmm. I deleted ten thousand emails. Ooh. These are unread emails. Ooh. They're all cars, and I'm like. It, it freed up 60 gigabytes of data from my from is my Google cloud
2: unlimited is it
1: no mm-hmm. um i forget what it is with free i pay two dollars a month to have 100 gigabytes mm. and it's not yeah, bad
2: not bad um but damn oh because you all had pictures everyone had a picture. picture yeah yeah forget about that part
1: but now the new form doesn't have pictures and it just goes through omni send which is an independent thing. And then you just tell me if you want a picture. Yeah, the way if you if you in the recent times if if I call you, you'll get an email with a copy of your form. Like a badly cut and uh, control C control V, but all the information is there because at this point I no longer care about the picture of the car. Mm. I will get all that information from you over the phone. Right. So all I need to know is what do you have and where are you? and i i break it down by state most of them are all in pennsylvania um pennsylvania or jersey really because we're east pa Mm -hmm. and and then when i want to go to another city i just go to a different group of these emails i can show you how it looks but it literally looks like a very rudimentary like data entry Hmm. website thing
2: yeah i mean that's what sucks for all these other areas is like It would be. Yeah. I mean, it would be cool if you could get out there, but like finding and then all the like lack of conveniences that you have. Oh, that's a good point. Grand Seiko. That's a good point. That's a very good point. If you own a
1: Lexus, you watch the Grand Seiko. So the Grand
2: Seiko. Yeah, that is a very fucking good point. Cause the Grand Seiko is literally, yeah, you're right. Damn. That's good, yeah. Because like a Seiko is like a Toyota, right? It's like a I bought this; it always works; it never fails me. Yeah. And the Grand Seiko is like the same category, but it also looks pretty. That's a yeah.
1: Lexus. And I knew that from Matt Farah talking about the glorious that is Grand Seiko. Jorge
2: yeah. Ortiz, I absolutely, I, I entirely agree. You win. Is a Grand Seiko like ten thousand dollars or something? Like... No, somewhere like thousand, two thousand. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. you can get them cheap.
1: Uh, the real, real Kanuman something or other, why did Mitsubishi stop trying after the Evo? Yeah. Uh, that company is like a shell of its former self.
2: What happened?
1: Um, that's a good question. I, I think the, the YouTube channel company, man, I'd be like, what happened to Mitsubishi? Did Chrysler happen to them? Yeah. They were always good into the mid 2000s. Like after the Evo 10, like that was kind of it.
2: Yeah, you know, why did they that was the one thing that they that was like it was a Halo car and a volume seller in one. Yeah. What happened? Gave it up.
1: Were they operating at a loss for a while? Was there mismanagement going on that we didn't know about?
2: Well, I mean, when you when you hit your way and get to Chrysler or whatever the fuck they want to call themselves now. Yeah. Let's be fair. Yeah. It's not great. Did I don't you finish know. your double? That's it
1: for me two beers and i'm fine like more like i the thing i've learned after two beers i think i feel amazing more can only make me feel better
2: how is that wrong that's the american way (laughs) nope nope time to cut it i don't want to done i don't want to have to refer you to the house committee on un-american activities here
1: dude i got what do i got to do tomorrow i gotta edit i gotta wake up i gotta edit and I got to go buy some snacks, do some groceries tomorrow, Sunday. I'm not sure if I want to go down and visit my buddy Matt. Now that the headlights are back on track with the V, I can drive it all the way down there.
2: That is a solid Jetta. Uh,
1: although I don't have my Easy Pass. Does easy pass care if your car is matched to the no okay
2: because I've tried that many times. Yeah. I, I forget for like two years sometimes to put my new vehicle in. Yeah. And it, it, they don't give a shit. Okay. If, they, if they get their money, they yeah. yeah.
1: Cause I got jersey plates on that thing. I don't think they care. I've driven through a toll booth and like Justin gets pegged for the max fine, I and mean, he doesn't care, but that's just he gets like pegged for like thirty dollars. Cause I drive through that $1 thing without yeah. an easy pass on it. Yeah. Um, but if I drive down to Matt, I'm taking the Northeast extension. And that's like, I don't know what, like a $4 thing. That's not bad. I should really just not. And I don't know what it would be if I drove through without it. And just he gets the easy fine. pass on there. Nobody okay. gives a shit. All right.
2: I really don't think, honestly, I, I could be proven wrong, but I don't think the state of Pennsylvania cares as long as you pay it. Yeah. Like, okay. I think they look at that first and then they take your picture, your plate, in case you, in case Easy Pass doesn't go through. Mm-hmm. But I don't think they really care. Okay. You got one more below, by the way. Oh, I love your RCR. Below. Oh, I got a bunch. No, here we go. We're good. Okay. We're good. Just nobody with
1: a generous donation. Thank you. I love your RCR stories. You inspired me to write my novel about racing old sports cars in a small American town along with early 2000s drama. Oh, thank you. Hopefully it will be better than Initial D.
2: Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. What's Initial D?
1: Initial D is a Japanese comic book about this kid who has, let's be honest, magical powers. He drives a Toyota AE86 Sprinter Truino, Okay. which we knew as the Corolla GTS. Mm-hmm on this mountain road and somehow with silly powers, like he has this superhuman racing ability. He's like beating like skylines and like RX sevens. <laughs> now don't get me wrong.
0: The, yeah, it, it's a four
1: AGE in that little toyota rear wheel drive it's a fun little car but in no way is it fast no
2: but fun. This,
1: this is fast and the furious for japan pretty much
2: okay that's all it is do they have like 15 speeds like our fast and the furious no probably more. but realistic. they're all like
1: drifting and stuff like that more so. discipline more
2: realistic though yeah
1: yeah if i can remember i'll pet play you a clip and you'll look at this and like this is dumb <laughs>
0: He is so fast
1: to the other car. And they're like, everybody. And like, that's the thing about like Japanese cartoons, they'll have the peanut gallery, like the extra friends who have nothing to do with the point of yeah, the story. And they just explain what's going on.
2: Or it just zooms in on them. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're just excited. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Why do they need that?
1: I look, I could go half of it's like Kurosawa and like it's a difference in culture. <laughs> and the point of the movie is to understand the beauty in the intermediate moment. Mm-hmm. So you watch, like, again, mm-hmm. one of the greatest movies of all time, Tokyo Story. Like, the movie is explained through the moments where there's no sound. And so it's a very different style of filmmaking. And, um, like, like, the American style of filmmaking, your average American film is Act 1, Act 2, Act 3. Climax mm-hmm. and then they Mall. We, like, stick to that. Mm-hmm. From what I understand, Japanese filmmaking and cartoons and stuff... The real points, the real point is like these moments of like drama. I don't know. Maybe it's French. I don't know. There's a French influence or something like that. Yeah. People have more like if Nick were here, he could explain it better. I have to go get one of my textbooks and talk about this. But um you you know the Japanese art of wabi-sabi. So that's that like if your car gets banged up instead of trying to like take it to a body shop and like pretend that that scratch or that gash never happened say you have a bunch of, say you got some sort of scrape or something like that, and it went all the way down to the metal, right through the primer. Instead of like taking it to a body shop and trying to do it up nice, like make it never happen. Instead, you tape it off, you spray primer directly in it. And then as as you're like primer, and then you put like some gold leaf paint or something fancy and you celebrate. Now you still fix it but you use a different shade of paint completely different clash hmm. and like celebrate that your car has been hit so it's- That's a neat
2: approach. Yeah, it's like it's like a it's like war paint. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I had a Suzuki GS500 and I did that. I had this gash I bought it with this gash and the the bit was rusting underneath. So I'm like, okay, it's rusting. Get out the little wire wheel, like get some clean metal down there. Tape it off like as close as I can, spray it on and it And I did like a completely different shade of orange there. And Hmm. it's just this line going down the side. I'm like, there it is. It's been hit. And I clear coated on top of that as well. So it's like, Oh, I got all my four layers or three layers of paint. It just so happens. It's a different shade. So like celebrate, celebrate the imperfections. So that's, I guess, Wabi Sabi.
2: That's another nice idea. Yeah. Hmm.
1: Um, like there's this whole bit where, um, Like it started with, I guess, bowls and like coffee mugs or whatever, like flatware. Like if you broke one, you glued it back together, but you mixed like silver and like sparkly stuff in with the gold or in with the glue. And I was like, there, it's fixed. And it's like, ching. Hmm. I like Um, the approach. Let me see if I can find an example. Wabi-sabi? No, now I'm just getting restaurants called wabi-sabi. Oh, there it is. Uh, in traditional aesthetics, is a worldview center roads on the acceptance of transience and imperfection. Is something, something. Find a picture of... Uh, I also thought on Wikipedia,
2: they had a picture of a bowl. Hmm. I like the idea of it though.
1: The oh. aesthetic is sometimes described as the one of accepting that beauty is imperfect, impermanent, and incomplete in nature, it is prevalent through the forms of Japanese art. It's a concept derived from the Buddhist teaching of the three marks of existence, specifically impermanence, suffering, and the emptiness or absence of self nature. Something, something. I first learned a bit of it of from mighty car mods when they were like repairing a car and like well we're gonna do wabi-sabi on this thing um i should do that like with a little bits of uh susie because there were like some dings in the back and there's a there's a ding with rust i put clear coat over the rust and it's right above the washer nozzle maybe i should get find some like gold paint and just do like little bits there you would
2: with rusty out there you would just the whole thing (laughs) No, but that's what I love about it. Like, there's not a single body panel on that truck that yeah. has not had a pretty good dent. Nice. Like, it's just every everything is just, that's, it's life.
0: Uh,
1: what a Mitsubishi stop. Com says, my car is getting a new engine this week. Congratulations, nice. Coms. Nice. Car will be new again. We got to wrap this up, so please no more Super Chats. I'm getting tired. I want to take a shower and go to bed. Uh, ahead, uh, ahead. Love that stuff. P- Brian, please appease us and say brown. There I did. Brown. Mm-hmm.
0: Did anybody respond to me on Telegram?
2: Oh, uh Telegram Newts- Telegram sounds like something that would they be like the terrorists were using Telegram.
1: Interesting. Yeah, we're i Telegram took over from Skype. It's pretty much Skype.
2: Okay. Yeah. Is
1: it a Microsoft product? It's an everything product. It's on all platforms. Okay. It. It's like everything that Skype was, but just like streamlined and less like um resource intensive. So, okay. Yeah. Um. Wait, where I'm so tired. We are still podcasting. I don't know just mumble into the mic that'll on. be nice and sexy <laughs> see i see still tread that the donovan donovan didn't even see that and i posted the
2: whatever somebody else ran back to you oh yeah where at
1: oh no on here i
2: mean on here yeah who's after comma
3: Oh, uh,
1: okay. 29 says, the thing about the Accord Sport is the two liter is out of the Civic Type R. It's supposed to be a great sleeper. Well, it's probably nerfed a little bit, but mm. if it's a two liter turbo, yeah, it'll be good. Yeah. The thing is, does I'm the a... sport ask for it? The big thing is break out the manual and see what type of gas it asks for.
2: I'm a big fan, though, of like, like that's an old school Honda good. Wait, there's another one here. Comes a couple times here.
1: My car is getting a new engine. Oh, Mm -hmm. there is more. Nick Kennedy. Watch for Brian, an old Soviet made. Don't know how to pronounce that. Aeroflat Pilots Watch. Basic but nice. One of their all-time best ways. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let me copy that. And then just see what that looks like. A watch is Um, shop for it. All right, well, let's go to Wikipedia then. 1930s, so it's quite old.
2: They think you want like a Soviet era watch.
1: 1949.
2: Yeah, you do though. (laughs) You like that? That's so cool. that's my whole problem with watches how like, do you read that look at all those tiny lines no that's uh but you don't you don't you're not reading all of them your actual like hands are the yeah, same yeah. but that's a uh, that's a uh, pilot's watch
1: okay that looks like something i want out of a vending machine
2: <laughs> except it's now worth four grand yeah.
1: These are like pocket watches
2: first spacewalk
0: i don't know yeah. if i'm
1: fashionable enough to wear something like this they
2: say first spacewalk do you know why though um because they can't say
1: first moon landing
2: first moon landing do you know why
0: america <laughs> fuck yeah
1: trick your ass how do you like them apples? basic but nice all Eh, cool that's neat thank you for the donation george ortiz uh grand seiko sbgr321 peep the price they go so high all
2: right i can only imagine because grand seiko's are amazing but they are not cheap
1: Five thousand
2: two hundred. Hmm. it's not that bad relatively that's probably are these your...
1: these type of watches you just can't buy online? You have to. Yeah, no, you
2: can't. No, you can't. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, like Rolex, Tag, Breitling, well, Omega, like any of them, you can't you can't buy them new online. You mm-hmm. can buy them used online, but you'll probably pay a premium. That's a beautiful watch, though. But that's that's again, that's why that's why Jorge is so right that these are the answer mm-hmm. is like they're understated, right? There's mm-hmm. no. There's no glitz and glamour, right? This is not what you were just looking at there where you said, how can I read that? This is a very basic timepiece, mm-hmm. but it's beautiful. It's polished perfectly. It's a Japanese movement, and it will just run and run and run and run. Mm-hmm. That's why he's right. That's Alexis.
1: Mm-hmm. I see what he's saying.
2: Yeah, it, it's Perfect.
1: Yeah, these are like these vary as much as two thousand dollars sometimes in between, and they all look the same. Mm-hmm. Of course. Oh wait, I typed in this very
2: specific one. Condition though, yeah.
1: Mm.
2: Perfect and not yet perfect.
1: I can't play this because. uh Yeah, Sarah
2: is... actually is a big fan of Grand Seiko's. I believe anyway, he's, he's reviewed them that I've seen and liked them.
1: I do like the blue finish.
2: I mean, that's just beautiful, but that's a perfect also where it it's again, it's like the, it's like the LX or, or an LS where upon first inspection, people are like, oh, you bought a car. Yeah. Right. Like you, nobody, if they don't give a shit, they don't notice. Look at the dial. Look at the difference in coloration. Mm-hmm right look at the look at the indices if people don't know what they're looking at they don't really give a shit mm-hmm. but it's when they do that they're like "Ooh, wow that hand is incredibly polished
1: <coughs> hmm i see what you mean i mean look at that band too that's beautiful what am i looking at with the band
2: so like the the difference between the polished and non-polished components right there's a brushed and versus a polished area mm-hmm. on the in in that center section of the band mm-hmm. the back right so that's uh that's basically like you what you're looking at is the movement right that's the back of that of that face um and the I mean, like everything about it, the crown is polished to an amazing shine. Like everything about it is just, it's a step above almost any other watch. Like probably the closest equivalent would be a Rolex, but a Rolex doesn't, it doesn't quite have the same degree of like discipline Mm. in its design. Mm.
0: What
1: occasion would I have to wear a watch like this?
2: I mean, this is, like, to me, in my opinion, this is, like, you could wear it every day, but it's also a formal watch. Mm. You could wear this, like, like this is a watch you could wear if you just wanted to wear it to work, but you could also wear this when you were dressed up, mm-hmm. right? If you're going to a, a formal event, this is a good watch for you. You see what I mean now on the band, like, the difference between the... the oh, arms, I see, yeah. yeah. The, that's the...
1: The outer edges are shiny, the inner edges are
2: matte. But that detailing is just was such a fine finish
1: well I can't I see what you mean now where, where would I want I don't go anyplace really fancy I, no. I I go on airplanes
2: but you could wear that you could wear that as much as I you go could to a furry convention a and wear
1: a $5,000 washer you convention.
2: could wear a $10,000 sub Because you're wearing it for you, not for anybody else. That's true, yeah. You're you're literally like, if you're wearing, in my opinion, if you're wearing a watch for somebody else to be impressed, you fucked up.
3: Mm. If you're waiting for somebody
2: else to be like, it's a great looking watch, you fucked it all up. Like You're you're wearing it for you to have this like, um, underlying confidence about like, and it's not a confidence like I spent a lot of money, Mm -hmm. right? It's a confidence in like, that's, that's tacky, right? It's a confidence in like, I bought something that is beautiful and well-made and precise and I love it and I know what I bought. So I have this confidence that I'm walking into this meeting with a different level of, of assurance about who I know I am mm-hmm. than the people around me. Okay. And they can disagree, right? And they can be like, yeah, we don't give a shit about your watch and that's cool.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: But I know that I give a shit about it.
1: mmm Okay, so by that, yeah, I'm still thinking about representing myself through other people's eyes. So yeah. I guess I'm not ready for a Grand Seiko until you're that
2: secure in yourself. Or you are ready for a Grand Seiko.
1: <laughs> Jump up for my Seiko 5 that I got for free from an Instagram influencer. Go,
2: go buy like an SKX next. What's that? It's another Seiko, but it's like, a, it's like an entry-level Seiko automatic. It's like a good automatic that's like a, anybody can buy it. It's Three four hundred bucks and it, it it runs incredibly well. SKX.
1: Yeah, it's Rolex-esque. I see what you mean. It's more busy than that Seiko five we were looking mm-hmm. at. I didn't like how the Seiko five had really nothing to
2: it. The Grand Seiko. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was yeah. just clean.
1: But I kept saying Seiko five. Oh. Yeah, so this is a two hundred dollar watch, or it's a five hundred dollar watch.
2: Yeah, New it's probably closer to five hundred. I don't even know how they do right now with uh... Macy's. Oh yeah, they're sold everywhere. But it's like, uh, look at how the uh, look at how the crown is off center, right? The crown is at like the four o'clock mark, not the three o'clock mark. There's history. There's like reasons behind mm-hmm. why they designed it that way. It, it's got like a story to it. It's interesting, but it's not. It's a, it's an, um, it's a fantastic, like entry-level automatic. The other one that I, I have a, a Steinhardt, that's a fantastic entry-level automatic. Okay. Like, uh, so Steinhardt, it's actually, it's a German company with a, a Swiss movement, right? Okay. So it's uh, um it's an ETA 2824 movement in mine. But it's a german company and it's the same thing it's like an entry-level automatic where it's pretty it's got good coloration it's got like it's got everything you want it's actually an homage watch to a 70s rolex sub that you can't buy anymore that costs like 100 grand when they sell them at auction but they're they're pretty and they're like different and they're pretty isn't the right word but they're like the the styling is is original and they're different. And they're just like, again, you have this, like I have something nobody else does. And I also have something nobody else cares about, but I know that I care about it. So I'm carrying that with me. Mm. Like, that's what I mean on all these watches. sounds like, like self
1: you're self-actualized, uh, yeah, the there, you self actualized. Yeah.
2: Yeah. You, you know that what you have is something special to you mm-hmm. and it may not be special to anybody else, but maybe once every 40 people that happen to glance at your wrist are like, Is that what I think it is? And then you're like, yes.
1: You know what? I get that. I get that with the Toyota Sarah. Like with the POW, it was eyeballs on me every single time. And asked millions of questions. Sarah, I was driving that every day. No one really looked at me. No. Occasionally somebody like will know me, will see at the doors. And then occasionally, on a rare instance, somebody knew that that was a Sarah. I'm like, holy shit, that's a fucking Toyota Sarah. And it's a manual. Where did you find this? Yes. That was that.
2: Yeah that's the Mm -hmm. same thing with watches, yeah like you know it's special they don't have to know
1: um com said speed racer more logical sense than initial d i i I don't know i've never watched speed racer i'm too old too young i guess for that if 40 years old is young so yeah i've no like i know that it's i don't know the mach 5 or something like that i don't know speed racer was weird I have no emotional connection to that old, old, old cartoon. G Man twenty nine says the thing about the Accord Sport is that the civic t- okay, we talked about that. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> okay, no more super chats because I want to go to I want to take a shower and go to bed.
2: Yeah, it's late. Yeah.
1: It's it's grown up late. It's 10 18 PM. <laughs>
2: you should just do super chats where everybody insults you. Yeah. Just try to give them a fuck with you.
1: That sounds like a Sam Hyde thing to do, but it would be amazing. <laughs> uh, Evan Paul says, make sure you have fresh batteries in your smoke detectors. I wonder what that was a reference to.
2: I don't know, but it's a good idea.
1: Yeah, all none of them are beeping. They're mm. good.
2: Yeah. Nine volt, too. Who owns nine volt batteries? I I, know. You know,
1: I went and bought a bunch of rechargeable nine volt batteries so Does that next time I hear a beep, I replace all of them.
2: Yeah, but I hate rechargeable batteries so much. They never last as long. Uh,
1: No, they don't. But for my thing of shutting up the uh, smoke detectors, I will put them all in the thing. And if we have to do this again in three months, we'll do this again in three months.
2: Because I bought some 9 volts because I had one smoke detector fail. And I was like, who the fuck owns 9 volt batteries? Why did you make it a 9 volt battery? And I got real upset. So I bought a pack from Amazon of 9 volt batteries. Yeah. And I've used one since <laughs> yeah, but I have them I'm prepared.
1: I think some of these batteries and some of these smoke detectors like that one there hasn't beeped in a year and a hmm. half. So, but the one upstairs did, but there's one, I think the one in the attic is the one that runs on double A's. So I don't know. Maybe that one runs a little less. I think this is the end of the podcast. Let me double check. No more super chats. Did Fred say anything? Nah, I got to turn down today. I'm sorry, man. That's okay. That's okay. We are tired too.
2: We're old and tired. and We don't know what TikTok is.
1: No, Set no fresh batteries. Okay, that's it. That's the end of this podcast. When will Amazon start selling weed pens? I don't know. That's a federal question. Eh, it's uh, not far. Nah, it's not far away. That'd be cool once it once it goes through. Nikon hasn't made a good camera since the SP proved me wrong and proved me wrong with a YouTube video. Well, I don't know if RCR is like half of it is shot with Nikon SLRs. So uh, <laughs> I'm just familiar with the UI. So the primary camera for RCR is a Nikon D seven fifty. Nikon is for drunk dads and influencers hoping to get notified, hoping to get noticed by Sony with a free Alpha six thousand from a UFO machine. Isaac says good night, good night, good night, Isaac. Noah Bradley says howdy, I'm back, I'm back, and that's the end. So that's the end. I don't know how to romantically end a podcast other than that's the end.
2: Do a diatribe. That's what you need. do a diatribe about the uh the obsession of americans with cars for the next two hours that's what we're all looking for yeah
0: car better than train train bad car (laughs) that's the first i've ever heard you be that that's the first good you've never been that like diehard against trains train bad car (laughs) good i'm train bad car good
1: there's gonna be so and many for people. Uh, I'm Brian. that's Ben. I'm Ben. This is the RCR, it's called podcast. Thank you to everyone who donates through our Patreon. You're allowing our, you're allowing our YouTube channel to exist as a larger channel than it really is. Thank you to everyone who donated to uh, through super chats. We'll spend your money very wisely. And thank you to everybody who watches every single Monday. You're helping me have a job. To end our channel tonight, we will give you the local weather. On the ones. Local on the eights, accurate and dependable from the weather channel. Today, clear currently, it is 12 degrees. The high today was forecast at 25 Sunrise was at 7.16 a.m. Sunset, 5.17 p.m. Chance of snow, 10%. That's you. Humidity, 41%. Winds, northwest at nine miles an hour. Pressure, 29.95 inches of mercury. Visibility, 10 miles. And now, the current weather for Rockaway Township, New Jersey. Today, clear currently, it is 9 degrees Fahrenheit. The high today was 25 degrees. Sunrise, 7.11 a.m. Sunset, 5.13 p.m. Chance of snow, 10%. Humidity, 48%. Winds, northwest at 14 miles an hour. Wind chill of negative 9. Pressure at 29.85 inches of mercury. Visibility 10 miles. And now your local weather for Cincinnati, Ohio.
2: I'd like to Sunrise. Berlin, Germany.
1: Berlin, Germany, okay. Sunrise at 7.46 a.m. Sunset 5.56 p.m. Chance of snow 10%. Humidity, 68%. Wind south at 6 miles an hour. Wind chill, 10 degrees Fahrenheit. Visibility, 10 miles. And now, your local weather for Berlin, Germany. Currently, it is 43 degrees. Damn. Sunrise 7:51 a.m. Sunset was at 4:48 p.m. Damn. How was it that warm? Chance of rain 10%. Humidity 65%. Winds Wow. Winds west at 29 miles an hour. Jesus Christ. Wind chill, 34 degrees.
2: Yeah, I was going to say, so it feels much colder.
1: So there is a warning for Berlin. Disruption due to wind. So <laughs> Berlin, Germany is getting a lot of wind white right now. Huh? And that concludes our
3: podcast and
1: today's weather forecast. Thank you for watching. Good night.